Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Verse in 10 podcast. Today, I want to bring you a passage of scripture from Psalm 118, verse 24. Pretty simple one. I feel like a lot of people have heard it, but it's kind of beautiful out today. And I was thinking, might as well pick just a verse that always makes me feel happy and always makes me feel encouraged. Um, Psalm 118, verse 24. For today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I sent that to my mom and sister on my birthday because every day I want to wake up with the joy that God fills me with and I want to be able to spread that joy to others and reminding myself of that helps me to do that. So I hope that you're having a great day today. You can find joy and happiness and peace. Thank you for listening. Um, You've been versed. Time for you to get 10. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, I've got a new co-host on today. I got Jared Ewan with me, conspiracy theorist galore. Jared, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to have you. Um, and then one of the conspiracy theories you want to bunk immediately off the bat today is whether you have a girlfriend, right? Yeah, that that's not true. I don't have a girlfriend. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> well, um, you're a significant person. Yeah, it's my my best friend. My oh, buddy. That's hurtful. I'm just gonna. Hear it. <laughs> Anna, what's up? This Welcome is just to the my show, buddy. Yeah, this is my buddy. We also have Anna on the show. She's gonna chime in with random to talk like, about the Kardashians. Kardashian facts every once in a while, because <laughs> I know that's what people are li- listening for. Yeah, that's screw <laughs> sports. I want Kardashians. Yeah, so you started as a beer podcast, then moved to sports, then. Uh, Christian podcast, and then it's gonna go straight to Kardashian yeah. puppies. Well, technically, I mean. Kanye, Christian, you know, it's kind of... Okay, you can't just say that Kanye's Jesus on my podcast, okay? <laughs> it's Jesus. <laughs> but welcome, yeah, we're here, a uh, brand new episode, a lot of solid topics to get to. Um, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself to the people out there? What, do I, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. That's perfect, all right. I don't know. <laughs> There's not much to say, let's just get into this. That's good, yeah, we'll get into it. So, first... All right off the bat, before we get to any of the 10 topics today, uh, we got some breaking news that the Little League World Series is canceled for 2020. Sad day. Literally just broke as we were preparing for this episode, so we wanted to just touch on that real quick. Um, made us think back to when the Billings team went yeah. to the, all the way to the World Central, Series. Central Heights. I think that was, was that five years ago, six years ago? It was longer than like that, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been. I think it was before I moved. Yeah, because I, I was still here in Billings. Yeah, yeah you were like four. Yeah, no. <laughs> you were on that team. <laughs> I, I wish. That been so cool. Uh, no, I was like, uh, I would say before, like, because I think I moved to Tennessee in 2000, 2000, I don't remember now, 9, 10? I don't remember. No, it's later than that. Yeah. But anyways, it was, it was a while back. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome. That was that was super cool. It's always going to stick out to me because it was a nationally, a whole national thing. And that's the thing with the Little League World Series is that no matter which team makes it, that little region 
has celebrities yeah. for that. Well, that's when I moved to Nashville. That's what happened. Is the team from Tennessee was from Nashville. Oh, really? Yeah. And so we'd go to the bar and watch yeah. it, and like everybody was rooting for him. It's oh, so much yeah. fun. That's it's actually one of my favorite times of summer is to watch the Little League World. It's Series. it's really exciting. And then you you if if you have a team that is doing relatively well or even if they make it to the regionals as soon as they get onto ESPN you oh. probably know somebody that knows somebody that, yeah. who's on that team my mom's co-worker was the grandmother of like the all-star pitcher on that team yeah that's, that's sweet mm-hmm. and it's like yeah you, I don't know it's not like a big deal but you remember that you always remember that kid too or whatever yeah and for the kids it's, a, it's huge oh, yeah. and it's like I don't know it's a highlight of the summer and it's just a bummer that even if you lose the two games that you go to the Little League mm. World Series. Like you got to go to like Pennsylvania and yeah. like get to play with like kids that are really. Unless good. it's like yeah. that South Park episode where they just want <laughs> yeah, to enjoy. They just want to start enjoying their summer, so they have to lose and they can't lose. That's you know, funny. It's like I remember thinking that when playing All Stars. <laughs> it's like the I don't remember. Oh, like that's June. a humble brag and a half right there. Oh yeah, I played All Stars. Yeah, I mean in Little League in the when I was in sixth grade. Still bringing about Still it. not a good... We weren't a good league, so don't worry. Uh, but I just remember it being super hot and just being like, God, I could have just be at home. Why did I have to make the all-star team? <laughs> um, so we're going to lose our first two games anyways. It doesn't matter. My probably most memorable season from Little League was the year we went 0-21. <laughs> so, needless to say, we didn't make the... Like, I didn't make the all-star team. That God, year. <laughs> I thought we were bad, but jeez. Oh, it was... I was surprised you guys we, lost, a game. we lost every game. We went 0-20, and then we got into the tournament. Obviously, the last seed. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a Cinderella story and upset this one seed. seed. We definitely didn't. Yeah. We, uh, was it, what is it, the Tournament of Champions is what they used to call mm-hmm. it? Yeah, we would always lose the first game, too. Like, we yeah. were never that good. We'd always end up playing, like, the Arrowheads. Team or Boulder Arrowhead. Yeah, that was just... I was on the Boulder Arrowhead team, but I was on the bad team. Oh, okay. No, had, yeah. I feel like they rigged their teams. <laughs> That's um, because they had all like the All Star ones that like went to they played baseball all summer actually and, like, in camps and stuff. Um, the year I think I was. Well, oh, here's in, the first conspiracy theory. And juniors, it's not a sp- conspiracy theory because uh, it happened. Because it's true. <laughs> no, so my dad was you know one of the coaches, and all the coaches vote for the All Star team, you know, mm-hmm. and apparently. Uh, the guy that was going to coach the all-star team like told them this is who you're going to pick and my dad ratted him out and he got banned from the wow. Little League world. yeah the Little League and all that stuff and so uh, everybody hated my dad because like, it was supposed <laughs> to be like apparently they do that almost everywhere so mm-hmm. they kind of just like no this is going to be our all-star team and then they decide that and he's yeah. like no that's not fair yeah he was like you were on the. T- he was like you were picked on there, but I, he's like that's not fair. He's like you would have been on it anyways, but it's not fair to the other kids to yeah. not get voted for or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, it was a big deal and like um, you hate it was actually dad, my <laughs> no I love my dad for that, but it was my friend Dusty's dad. Mm-hmm. It was the guy who was doing it, and he got banned from Little League for life. Wow. And so my friend Dusty was kind of pissed about it. But it's like your dad was cheating. It's not my fault. Wow, my Jared's dad's coming fault. in hot with the little league yeah, truth right? bombs right yeah, on no. the top of the show. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Well, the we wanted to. Uh, it happened a long time ago. Yeah, so. we wanted to mention that at the top of the show just because that was breaking news. It sucks for the kids. Sad. <laughs> Another thing that bites the dust. But we'll move on. There's other sports things. There's other sports things that are going on that did go on this past week. We're gonna do a quick little NFL draft review so this is our first topic of the day i was Um, disappointed that uh there's no jerry judy uh jerseys at shields yet i'm kind of upset that yeah i was (laughs) it's like i wanted one so bad i swear i mentioned it on the show that i was going to make my own jerry judy jersey i know 
Jerry Judy Jersey. Yep, I'm gonna keep saying that because that sounds fun to say. Jerry Judy Jersey. Judge Judy Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judge Judy. <laughs> she died, by the way. I know. Judge Jerry Judy. Yeah, she died. Just. Judy? Just recently, yeah. Judge Judy. Jerry just Judy recently. <laughs> Judge Jerry Judy <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> Uh, where, where I, <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, I, I have too many. I'm gonna break my brain. But we, speaking of Jerry Judy, do you know who the Broncos got him? Do you know that? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm <laughs> yeah. super excited. Well, then who was the other kid? Is it Penn State? The wide uh, receiver. Yeah, that, yeah, the second round pick was that. Was, Penn State he's supposed receiver. to be like um, almost like a CD Lamb, only like Kinda not yeah. as fast, I guess. Is yeah, what I but was he, he's supposed to be one of those top end speed guys. Oh, so, so like, sorry, did you talk about? CD Lamb pulling his cell phone away from his girlfriend. No, we didn't talk about <laughs> you didn't see that. No. Oh, she tries to was grab it during his. The, was it during yeah, the draft? it's right when they're showing him getting drafted. Okay, because this is the first. This is the okay. first back. Because we we did a preview episode and of everything. So, so yeah, let us she's know. She's uh, he's like talking on one cell phone, and I guess he has his agent facetiming on his other phone while his girlfriend like grabs the phone from him and like tries to take it and he just grabs it and like gives her this like little eye and just like don't touch my phone kind oh, of I thing he grabbed well, her phone. no that was his oh. she was trying to grab his Wait, phone so this is phone. like during the draft though. yeah like, like had he been drafted yet yeah no it's literally when they're showing him being like you got selected by the cowboys and it's him taking his phone away from his girlfriend and like giving her a dirty look like don't touch my phone <laughs> the ego and everybody's like in. it's not what it looks like and it's blah 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 and then come to find out that's Trey Young's ex-girlfriend. Really? Yeah, because they're both from Oklahoma, and that's Trey <laughs> Young's ex-girlfriend. I was like, gold digger. Like, <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, oh, oh, you got broken up with by Trey Young, so you just went to the wide receiver. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. interesting. No, I didn't see yeah, that. She's I, like an Instagram model though, too, so or some something like that. So it's okay. Well, no, it's <laughs> it's typical for a lady like that to be. Jumping from they're star very, to they're star. very wonderful Instagram models. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Jared does not represent the views of Earth and Ten. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are my own opinions. I'm saying that as an Instagram model. She's gonna come after you now. I know that's fine. She probably hit me up on my DMs. <laughs> yeah, because you were an all star. Yeah, followers. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're a little league all star. Yeah, hey, I have more hair than Trey Young. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but we got Jerry Judy super stoked for that. We get a solid receiver. And our receiving core, now that we added that other Penn State guy, yeah. is going to be... Oh, you're, uh, Jared's a Broncos fan, too. Sorry, I'm bringing a lot of Broncos fans onto this show. It's because I don't know any Kansas City Chiefs fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the other one that I was pretty stoked about? Or oh, they were talking about, was it a center that we drafted? Um, yeah, that was like fourth round or something. Yeah, like but they were saying that he's a pretty good center. It's just that he's... He might be have to be switched around a couple places. Yeah, or and we needed a center. That's and I was I was just asking Dakota. So what did the Broncos need? And he gave me like a full forty five minutes of what we need, which I appreciated. That was my favorite when we were at the draft. That he's just like they're gonna pick this guy. And I'm like I don't even know who that is. And they're yeah. like they drafted him. And I'm like oh geez. No, Dakota okay, was Dakota like know that? he was like almost like I think he was like ten for ten in that first like first ten picks. Yeah, I know. Like that. Because he even if he, he didn't know the he... names, because he didn't know the names of like some which linemen they would take. But he's like yeah, they're definitely taking like a like an a lineman. The only one I think he got wrong was, was it, did the Raiders have two picks in the first round? Yeah. Because I think they picked a tackle or something like that that he was surprised that they picked. Might have Something like that. I don't remember. Because they got... Almost the draft psychic. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like he literally was. Like, it was funny. It was cool. It was nice having him there as we just kind of relaxed. And I was just sitting there. I sat in my chair for the first, like, 14 picks just, I hope we get Judy. Or no, for the first, like, 10 picks. And then by 10, I was like... Judy's still on the board. I know. And then everybody got into it, and everyone was like, oh, he he, he's right there. Like and the pick it. before Judy, we were just like, he's there. We're going to get him. And well, we were all just really excited. Because we knew that who was in front of us, I don't remember now, but we knew they were going to pick somebody else. At least that's what Dakota said mm-hmm. they were going to pick. 
I mean, he was not a wide receiver. At this point, yeah. yeah, but I was stoked if we got CD Lamb or him. Yeah, I felt like that would have been good for us. Mm-hmm. We did need a wide receiver. Or Rugs. Rugs is yeah. solid too. And uh, the, Raiders, the Raiders, Raiders got Rugs. Yeah. So that'll be cool because they're teammates and they'll see each other twice a year. I was really hoping to see Jerry Judy like on Instagram or on Twitter or something right after that tweet at Rugs and being like, "Hey man, sorry to hear about it. You, it it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you twice a year and." Like give you a spanking or whatever, something Dude, like that. He would have won over the fans immediately. I would laugh if David or, or Derek Carr, David Carr, Jesus, show my age. <laughs> uh, Derek Carr and uh, Rug, is it Rugs? Yeah, yeah. If they like become like Pro Bowlers this next year, like just <laughs> out of nowhere, it'd be hilarious. I mean, Rugs is good, and Derek I Carr I think gets gets a bad rap. I think he's a solid quarterback. Didn't he have like the best com- completed or completion percentage? I don't know. Dakota would know, or not Dakota. Dakota would know, but uh, that's what. Was it Dalton? Um, that said Dal- that? Dalton was yeah, saying it was something like that though. He did like have a really high percentage in uh, passer rating or something. Yeah, know. he was a, he was the one Raiders fan in that draft war room that we had. Yeah, with I think he was the only non Broncos. Yeah, I think so. Everyone else was because Madison is a Broncos fan by by default. Yeah, yeah Franklin. Yeah, <laughs> but we got Judy first round. Everyone was excited about that. Yeah, we jumped up. We were having a good old celebration. That there. was fun. Yeah, um, and I didn't pay too much attention to the rest of the draft. Just because, I don't know, after 15, I start losing track of names that I know. Yeah. Because I know the quarterbacks. Um, speaking of which, the only other, like, later round in the first one that stuck out to me, and it was kind of after the fact, because I might have left by then, was the Packers picking Jordan Love. Jordan Love, yeah. And that's the thing that's been debated and talked about a while now is, is was that a good move? Is that just a sign to Aaron Rodgers that it's just time to yeah? Like, well, like, s- like what settle I said, down a bit or something? Matt LaFleur was trying to tell him, like, hey, this isn't your team, this is my team. We're gonna if you start, you know, trying to have a power struggle with me, I'll just put in Jordan Love, mm-hmm. and you can go screw yourself, basically. Yeah, it is a it is a power move for sure because it gives him some leverage. But as opposed time, to like, like, because otherwise he would have been like, oh well, who do you have? I know, but and like, now he can he also has to treat this like how it happened to him. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre still helped him out. It wasn't like Brett Favre just ignored him and stuff like that. Absolutely. Like, but yes, yeah, we'll see. I don't see, think I Aaron Rodgers is very happy about I it. I didn't realize there was that much bad blood between Aaron Rodgers and LaFleur. Yeah, last year they were talking about it a lot. Like, that he wanted to have more of a throwing team. And LaFleur mm-hmm. is like, no, we have Aaron Jones. Let's just run him. Yeah. You know, which you should, especially when you're 35. You mm-hmm. should be throwing the ball around like that, I guess. But Yeah, and I think it's that he's not mobile, so he wants to, like, get a system where he can be in the pocket. Because yeah. if, if he has a system where they know that they're going to have a pocket passer... And he doesn't have to like play action every play or something yeah. like that. Then he can be at his peak. Yeah. But that's not best for the team. And if they have someone a little more mobile, then they can kind of run a few of those plays where, yeah, we're going to pass it, but we need to set up the run first. Yeah. With you being mobile. Yeah. And Jordan Love gives him that eventually, I think. And I think they're definitely grooming him as their next. Yeah. Pick. Well, and I feel like he's gonna. I don't think he'll be able to start even in the next two years. I mean, I don't know him like really that well, but I just feel mm-hmm. like. That was more of a draft pick for 2022 or yeah, 2021, it's, it's not a, right now. It's a good, like, farm. Like, you yeah. put him in your farm, in your system, you know, so that way... My like, favorite is Jalen Hurts, like, going to Philadelphia just because oh, yeah. of... Yeah, I think that wasn't a bad pick. Mm-hmm. Everybody's upset about it, but it's like, well, if your quarterback can stay healthy... Yeah. I mean, yeah, he won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he didn't. It was, uh, what's his name? Yeah, it was uh, Holes. Yeah, so... I mean, he's been hurt every year. They've done well. See, so. if we talk Foles, that's when I need to have Seth on because yeah. Seth just talks Foles enough because he's an Eagles fan. Yeah, but now where's he at now? He's gone uh, Jaguar? No. He was at Jaguars. Now he's somewhere else. I know he moved. I don't know where he yeah. moved. Yeah. Well, and then did you hear Andy Dalton just got dropped? 
just now, like just, just, just before just like we talked. Drop, yeah. dropped it. Yeah, so they, uh, it they cut him, so it's seventeen million on the um, books now that they can use. I think someone was saying he could go to Carolina. Yeah, because I think I was listening. to I could see and, that, and, and which because they need someone out after Cam. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's just been put in a bad situation. Dude, he no, they said he that great a couple for those couple years. Like, they said that Philip Rivers, I think, has something like six playoff wins and Andy Dalton has five or something. Oh, really? Okay. So it was like, I mean, not that they're the same quarterback, but a lot of people knock him for being unable to win in the postseason or un- unable to get to the postseason. But if you look, it's, it's, it's it, he's not as bad as people are saying. I don't think so. He's not like Jamarcus Russell. Or yeah. Like, yeah. He's but. capable, but he's he might not win you a Super Bowl. I don't see him winning a Super Bowl, yeah. but he can do a playoff run. What more can you ask yeah, for, for available quarterback? I also there? think that they didn't have very much around him. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, AJ Green being hurt and stuff like that. Boyd did really well last year, Tyler Boyd. But yeah. they, I mean, I don't know. They just don't seem like a team to push everybody. Jared, do you have any sleeper picks, either from the draft or just in general, that you're looking at in fantasy football this year? Mm. Do I want to give my in. hand away right now? I, my, I, I really been, think. Um, well, with the help of CD Lamb, that uh, Gallup will kind of shoot up a little bit. Because someone on the other side that can yeah, take one, away coverage. Amari's going to be double teamed a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be a good one. That or he'll just completely fall off just because they have so many people to pass to now. Yeah. Um, so that's more I on love Carr than um, Where did uh, Moss go to? That is Moss? Yeah. Because he, uh, he, he was undrafted. Yeah, he got picked up by somebody. But I think that one, like, he might end up being, maybe not next year, but like. He did so well for LSU, catching yeah. and everything. Yeah, that was a that was a solid. Like I was, I was surprised. I didn't realize he went on draft because I didn't watch the lateral yeah. rounds. Which I'm surprised he did. I felt like he did really well. That's what I think people were alluding to when they were saying this is a pretty deep wide receiver class. Uh-huh. Because if you can go through the whole three rounds of the draft and Thaddeus Moss is still there, yeah. then all the other receivers were probably pretty, pretty talented yeah. as well. Well, and that's what they were saying. Um, I don't remember who I was reading about, but like. It was a defensive end or something like that, but they were saying like he was, you know, like 80th overall in their draft board. But like, there's so many wide receivers above them that like he was actually a good pick. Yeah. Just because like if you don't need a wide receiver, that's somebody who you want to take or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's just so many good wide receivers that it ended up pushing everybody back a little bit. I don't know. It's yeah. crazy to think that uh, there is that many good wide receivers and not other talent in the draft. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny how each draft has their own certain group that are like really well like yeah either edge rushers or whatever see i was i was bummed just as a general overview of the draft that my prediction that i predicted last week didn't pan out i was saying someone was going to mess up their pick yeah digitally some way that um, like they would just they would totally mess up who was it uh somebody got pissed at somebody else was it Vrabel? i don't think it was Vrabel. some i think it was Vrabel. somebody got mad at another team for supposedly having a trade going through and then they never did it oh whatever. really yeah can't remember who it was now. I think it was Vrabel. See, oh, speak, can we talk about Vrabel's house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. The, the, yeah. Yeah. And everyone was talking. There was like, all the players were like, "This is beautiful. Like, I just want to live right there." <laughs> yeah, it was so random. My favorite part, I think, of the whole thing is how big of a dip he had in during the whole thing. <laughs> Did you see him spit it out? It was like his whole bottom lip just like dumped out of his mouth. It was hilarious. We might have to do at some point like a quick draft of like top draft setups that people had. I liked I liked Elway's. It was it was simple and yeah. they had Broncos stuff on I display. Just, everybody was like Kingsbury or Kingsbury's Cliff, Cliff yeah, Kingsbury's like, yeah, uh, like his little, mansion or whatever yeah. it was was crazy. Uh, but I thought uh, 
what's his name from the Cowboys was like weird as shit. Jerry uh, Jones? Yeah. He, it was he, in a yacht. You yeah, know that, right? Yeah, he, I, he, I thought it was on an island. Like, yeah, it was an island or was oh, it a well, yacht? I thought it was on a yacht. I just like somebody's like in his uh, evil lair. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Which, is a, which is very fitting for Jerry Jones. <laughs> My favorite is he's the one who picked. <laughs> yeah. He's the one who picked the uh, CD Lamb, which think, is fine. Like that's that, not a bad pick. Yeah, but, like, I think that was the thing that people were saying, or like you might have pointed out with something like right as the draft was happening, it was like Jerry Jones is gonna pick and nobody can stop him. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Like as a coach, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust Jerry Jones. I if, guess. if you trust your owner, like if your owner is savvy enough, I guess I mean, he's I, always been like ever since I've known, he's always been the player. Like he's picked the players, like always. It's never been the coach. Yeah, and I'm sure there's input because that's they've been doing this for months. Is just talking Jason about Garrett what they're supposed to do. Was playing on that team, that's for sure. <laughs> but pretty solid draft, I think overall. The there were a lot less trades than I. I guess I was expecting not a lot of trades that first round because people didn't want to do as much. Yeah, extra, and they want to save their time. Almost like fear. Yeah. yeah, but I felt like there was a lot of trades. Earlier, like during the free agency and stuff like that, or like people switching teams and stuff. Yeah, like that. a lot of the mocks had a, a bunch of trades going on that first round. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Dakota and I talked about it last week. We just didn't think, see that happening just from a practical sense that people would I think not it was like, well, like add Miami, another factor. Yeah, well, like Miami not trading up because Tua was there at yeah. five, or like us not trading up because Judy was there. Yeah, I think that ended up happening for a lot of people where they didn't have to trade up because they knew where they were going to fall kind mm-hmm. of thing, what player was going to fall where. Yeah, I don't think there were a lot of teams, at least that I saw, and maybe just because I was satisfied with my draft, but that were dissatisfied or, like, upset with their drafts. Yeah. So, in, in general, people fell where they could have, and nobody got shafted or anything like that. Not th- yeah. Other yeah. than Aaron Rodgers, he's yeah, feeling slighted right now. He's upset. You know, I think it's... I think it'll cool off a lot by the time they're actually playing, and yeah. they'll get in the camp together and they'll play together. It's not going to be a whole thing. It like between him and the coach, like that might still be a thing. Yeah. But between him and Love, I think he's he's fine to mentor him. Rogers seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. I hope he will, because that I mean that'll look good for him either way. Well, I mean it'll look good for him if he does help him out. But did yeah. you see that stat where it was like a? I don't know if it was one touchdown or one pass. Aaron Rodgers has only thrown one. It's either one touchdown or one pass to a number one or a, a yeah. first round draft pick. Yeah. Everything else has been like later round picks. And yeah. like every other quarterback that's in the league has like three hundred or whatever. Because that makes I think it's touchdowns. He, he really wanted some some help, someone to throw to, some yeah. big name or whatever. At twenty six, I don't know who's Adams wasn't a first round draft pick. I thought he was second. Is he second? See, that's what. Yeah, because I know he was, he was drafted by the Packers, yeah. so it must have been second then. Because like, I don't know. Yeah. Which is which is crazy because he's made and and second round draft picks. Who knows? Right? At, the, at this point, like those top picks, those top ten picks are what we assume are going to be like the big ones. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah, no, and I mean, you never know if somebody shoot. in the fourth round or like yeah. or uh, or Tom or, Brady. Th- or Thaddeus Moss <laughs> yeah. is going to be just yeah, like exactly. the, the next big thing. Yeah, totally could. That would be a fun story. Yeah. I would love to see Thaddeus Moss just tear it up and he, him and I Randy. Think it was the just Redskins like, that he got picked up by. Okay, I think that's who it was. Are they still cousins? Who did the Redskins? Who's the Redskins quarterback? It's uh, ha- Hoskins. Oh, Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. He's, which is... We'll see. Yeah. Uh, that one's one of those teams yeah. I'm like... Uh, Still one of the young ones and have a good receiver there will help, I'm sure. But yeah, interesting to see. Fun draft, though. It was yeah. nice It was nice to get together and actually do something sports-related. I know. Did you see Adam Schefter got in trouble? 
because he was like, it's been exciting to actually finally watch a sporting event. Yeah. And everybody's like, what about the WNBA draft? And he's like, oh. Yeah, then he immediately <laughs> tweets out. He's like, sorry to offend anyone. But, I mean, I get it. He's it's focused he, on the NFL. I and don't that's think it's like he, him trying to be mean. That's literally his, like, profession is the NFL draft is, like, his Super Bowl. Trades and, like, yeah. That's all he works on is mm-hmm. trades and the draft, yeah. Which, and, like, people were like, like, he's, like, being sexist or whatever. It's like, he just doesn't pay attention to the WNBA. It's yeah. not like that he didn't... I don't feel like he's ever been, like, disrespectful like that. He seems like a really nice guy. So. If anybody that tweeted at Adam Schefter that he's being sexist could tell me the second pick in the WNBA draft, <laughs> then I would tell say me, your argument's valid. Tell me the first pick. I, I I would almost say this because the first one, she's going to... Is that the Oregon She's girl? going to New York, yeah. Okay. So see, I, see, see, that's I don't why, even know her name. That's why I didn't want to say the first. That's what says that. I apologize. Then me. again, I didn't know I didn't know <laughs> the names of all, like, the NFL draft, but that's just me. But I knew enough to where I knew, oh, uh, uh, we like to include women here. Um, yeah, what? Anna, so, um... Kardashians, am I right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Name one of the girls from the WNBA. Just any girl from the WNBA. I don't know. Name one of the Kardashians. That's easy. Courtney. I can name all of them. Rob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nobody's, I know one of the nobody's assuming Rob when we say name a Kardashian. I know, that's the whole point. It's like, that I know all most, of them. That is the most Jared answer I could ever hear. He's like, the best one. <laughs> that's like someone saying... Like, name a Looney Tune, and you say, like, the grandma. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the one with Tweety Bird or That was good. I appreciate that. But any other... The Chicken Hawk. Any other um, general draft thoughts? What was... Oh, um... Did you see the big kid? Uh, Becton? That went to Jets? No. Where's he from? He's fucking huge. Just a, just a big old... Yeah, is he as big as that big baby? Have you guys seen this giant baby? Oh, the um, one that bl- sneezed and then said, "Had bless you to himself." It's this, from last year. It's, no, this this like a t- it's like a baby. It's like two years old. It's all over Instagram or no, like, whatever that, those no. social medias are. But it's a giant it Vine? baby. It's probably on Vine. <laughs> I think it's on TikTok. Giant baby. I haven't seen that. Yeah, just probably giant baby. Just look up giant baby, and I'm sure he's probably one of the first now two or it. three things. But do you yeah. want me to look up giant baby? Yeah. See, you'll be our you'll be our person the computer chair you're you're looking up all the facts to make sure we're being fact checked correctly the jamie oh i was looking at tiktoks but okay <laughs> I was like, oh. see now you have a job i know tiktoks yeah tiktoks i'll give you updated on all of the best tiktoks there you go. google that besides joe giant right? baby named gavin is terrifying the internet that's the one that's the one <laughs> that's the first one. literally yeah. maybe oh, that's the like... dude in red dead that he's looking for no i think it's i'm just kidding oh, finding yeah. gavin oh no i, I know it's it's a, off the TikTok. It's that kid like bouncing on his dad's back. Yeah, seems and huge. I see, I knew it was on one of those social media things. Didn't know so it was TikTok. Going to the it was on TikTok. But anyway, we're moving on to our second topic. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break as we all watch this giant Gavin baby video. If you can watch it as well, and then we'll be right back with our second topic of the day. <laughs> I love how he says cooter shots. Like, uh, and Is we're back. A, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, when we're back from our break, we're only on the second topic, so you know we're having a good time here. This might be like a four-hour-long podcast. Yeah. I hope you guys are just ready to not eat today. <laughs> Joe Rogan's step aside. No, we'll be solid. Um, so the second uh, topic of the day, when we have our local spotlight, not much that we could find as far as going on right now sports-wise. Oh my goodness, can you not? <laughs> um, but we want to talk about the return of sports. And definitely one of the biggest ones in Montana for Montana sports fans is going to be Big Sky Conference football. Um, 
there was an article that came out recently on 406montanasports.com that outlined a little bit of the return of Big Sky football, what it might look like, if it have a shorter season, a later start. Um, for me personally, I wondered how it affects the Cat-Grizz game, because go Cats, am I right? <laughs> Are you guys both Grizz fans? Yeah. That's so weird. Why would you be fans of a losing team? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 95, baby. National champs. Oh. When's the last time you guys won a national championship? When's the last time you guys beat us? <laughs> Three years ago, I think. Wait, oh. <laughs> is it longer than that? Yeah, I think so. Steve knows. Steve yeah. always oh, mentions sure it at work. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're not here to debate who wins or loses football games in the past three years, <laughs> but uh, more in terms of what it will look like when the season comes back. This will probably be the thing that affects the casual Montana sports fan yeah. more than anything, because like I said, even like the per- someone who doesn't know anything about sports knows when Cats Grizz is going on, and that's it's local. A deal, it's, yeah. it's the biggest. It's the biggest local sport. Yeah, definitely. Especially game too. Yeah, nationally recognized as one of the longest standing rivalries, the uh, the Great Divide Trophy. Is, I know it's it, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like Montana or Montana State, it's still a pretty cool thing. To yeah, just, like go to and watch. Um, I know that Montana State had just recently, like not that long ago, they they officially canceled all their spring sports. Did you know they didn't even get to practice yet? Like the like any of the spring sports. Yeah, there was. Uh, I think the Grizz got like six practices in. But the yeah the cats didn't get any. They yeah. were talking about I think it was somewhere in California. One of the teams got all their practices in for spring. Wow, yeah. So that's it, just, it. It's gonna it's definitely gonna be weird because they're wanting to get football operations back maybe around July. Yeah, is 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 what they said for it to be a full season. They would need I think two weeks before. Like the other sports would have to come back to for football at least to get yeah, everything to, ramped up because there's so much that goes on with camps and yeah. everything like that. Well, and they were saying um, it depends on like when California is ready to start because they might be a little later than like say Montana just yeah. because Montana only has a million people mm-hmm. compared to yeah ten million people in just LA or whatever. That's it is. Like, that's the weird thing with all these like like the the national leagues. I can absolutely see why it would take so long for them to get back because. You have to wait on New York. You have to wait on LA. Yeah, well, and those are the biggest like those are huge markets, and those are big teams. And they have. I think it's cats. It's one cats or grids play a team in New York, in like September, and they're talking about like that's literally the epicenter of yeah. the United States right now. And so like, are you gonna take a team from Montana and send them there? Mm-hmm. And like, if it, you know, what I mean, like they probably wouldn't get it or whatever. Who knows? But like, and then coming back here and like spreading it more. Yeah, and they were talking about how. Um, you may have home games like you'll know when you're having a home game but mm-hmm. you just won't know your opponent mm-hmm. they'll just like decide it that week who you're That's playing crazy. Yeah, I know think about that because yeah. like, I mean so much of like prep is scouting yeah and, uh, and, and watching video and stuff yeah. like that and I guess if you know that week then you because essentially that's what you assume they do is they scout for that week and they're just focused on that team they're playing that week and then once they're done yeah, that's, that's when the coaches jump into the film room and stuff but like I mean you're still, I mean, the coaches are watching games from, or like watching stuff for oh, yeah. two weeks ahead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not the players, maybe, but yeah. One of the potential thoughts out there is they might just do conference games. Which I'd be okay with. If you, even if you played six games, yeah. I'd still... I'd be okay with that, too. I, you can, you can have a top-ranked team, whoever's undefeated or whatever. Yeah, there's not a lot of build-up, because you, you do need some of those like warm-up games just to get back into the rhythm of things before you get into... I don't know, a big, you, you're playing UC Davis, you're playing yeah. Cats, Grizz, obviously, or anything like that, but 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Stop. It's like it's kind of like yeah, you might have to build up, but like at the same time, both teams have to do the same thing. So yeah. if you lose that first game, it's kind of like well, the other team maybe just perform better that game, and like you can't fault the scheduling or whatever for that. Like, and then again, if you have a shortened season, each game means so much more yeah, exactly. in terms of record. Yeah. So that's what that. I'm saying. Like, sorry, you lost your first game, but you might not make the playoffs then because you only played six games. So you're, you know, three and two or whatever. And you don't see make the for playoffs. me personally. That's the reason why. It, that's one of the reasons why it's tough for me to get into college football in general. Because if you watch any of these top tier teams, like you're watching the Alabamas, your Oregon you know and stuff like that. Devastating is to see if, the Sooners lose. Like, if you wheel, if see a one loss, it's like they're not going to make it to the national championship. Yeah, no, anymore. they might make the playoff, but they, yeah, like maybe make the four team playoff. That's why they should expand it. Yeah. I think to yeah, it'd be a lot more fun. And so to to shrink that season down even further, it'll be really tough to see team like teams that get a loss first two weeks. Maybe they just haven't had enough time to get things going. They're done Athletes for their season. State versus Michigan. Like, yeah. if that happened again, like, Michigan would not even be considered. Like, you know what I mean? If they only played six games and Michigan was number two in the rankings at the beginning of the season, they lose to Appalachian State. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs or yeah. anything like that. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you'd have to. But most likely you won't be playing Appalachian State. You'll be playing whoever Big Ten game. So, Nebraska right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like you're going to be playing your conference games right away. So, that's going to mm-hmm. be even tougher to, like, win games. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be crazy, especially because those conference games are the games that fans are most going to want to go to. Not that they wouldn't sell out. I, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm thinking more in terms of the, like Cat Grizz. Like, yeah, they're like going to the, sell the, the, the Bobcats games, yeah. and the Grizz. Those, the conference games are the ones that are going to sell the stadiums the most, which is what they're going to need financially because if they shorten the games, they're not going to be able to make back that much money that they're putting into these programs. Yeah, exactly. That's such a revenue well, generator used to playing 10 games and you only play five that's half the revenue that mm-hmm. you're used to getting and that's going to screw you yeah like they said in that article montana and montana state rely heavily on like filling the stadium up with Absolutely. people and stuff like that and that's where they make a lot of them their money for the school mm-hmm. for the school and for other athletic programs as well yeah, like for so like for me personally i was on the track team at montana state and we would sell 50 50 tickets during cat during cats games yes just that during our home meetings for your track team, yeah, and that was such a huge boost because I mean, not a lot of people are going out and watching the track meets and stuff, which I understand fine, as well. Yeah. It's but so. but I mean, so like, it's a it's a community there. We generate off of each other, and so off of these big games, we'd make up like twenty twenty two thousand dollars. Think about that. off of these fifty fifty sales yeah. during like the big the big home games. So then you only have three home games. So then you're only making sixty grand instead of. A hundred grand, or what? You know what I mean? I mean yeah. Probably not that much money, but you know what I mean. Like you're not adding as much to other programs and stuff too. Um, I know a lot of schools have cut tons of programs already, mm-hmm. which sucks because that's even for next year they're cutting them. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. It's it just stinks all around. And there's like, I mean, what else are you gonna do unless you get boosters that can just donate millions of dollars just on a whim, which yeah, they do which, anyway. I know, but it's also unfair then, because mm-hmm. if you're in a rich state, yeah. you know, Montana doesn't have that many rich boosters, mm-hmm. like some, yeah, but not like how Alabama is or whatever. Like yeah. Texas, Texas has tons of boosters, mm-hmm. you know, the Longhorns. Are, so down the road, we're looking to probably see some augmented form of a season, whether that's shortened. They were... They were trying to do anything they can to avoid a cancellation of the season, which by then I'm hoping we can we can avoid something yeah. like that. But even if it's a half season type deal, it's gonna it's gonna trickle down. It's gonna affect 
other programs, it's going to affect the whole dynamic of sports Do in Montana. Do you think they would, uh, like, if they have to cut the seat, like, uh, like football season down and volleyball, I think, is in fall, cut those seasons down? Do you think they'll cut down, like, the basketball season, too, just so they can kind of extend the football season a little bit I longer think, into, like, the winter time? I think a big factor into that is... A lot of people are saying that's when this resurgence would happen, this next wave. Yeah, it'd be November, And if, if they end up implementing right? any more kinds of restrictions, like we have to go back and quarantine for a little while during this peak time of infection spread, or if we've actually got the vaccine by September or like end of the year, if that's a possibility, then I don't know. There's a, way too many factors that that could happen because there's so many cancellations yeah. if they if they push it back which i don't think pushing it back i think it's more likely that they would cancel like partial sports. season partial okay, like yeah. a part of the season play out that season and then by then hopefully by this time next year yeah like things would be enough hope. to where it can start back into its regular form maybe without fans yeah i know that's still an option i would be i'm the only thing, football games would suck without fans in the stadium. Oh my just goodness. how boring that would <laughs> yeah. be. Just like it'd be so quiet. So basketball games wouldn't be so bad. I think like I to watch it on basketball TV. Basketball games would be interesting to watch. You'd hear the coaches cussing yeah, out the like the kids because I, I love hearing do. that. Yeah, like that. I love that noise mm-hmm. like, on the basketball court. But yeah, but I think that would be a little easier to watch on TV yeah. than like watching a football game in silence. Mm-hmm. Like that would just be weird. Eerie. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did a, a game back in the 70s where they didn't have any announcers for the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. they just played the game with nothing going yeah. on. And they said that was one of the worst <laughs> ideas they ever had because it's so boring to watch. You like, know what they'll do? Like, watching, like, tennis. Well, it's just not, no one's explaining anything. No mm-hmm. one's telling you what's going on. It's so like, watch, like I guess it's like watching it at a bar. Yeah, I mean, or at, like, at the game. But, mm-hmm. I mean, even the uh, over the intercoms, they'd be like, he just ran yeah. for a first And then you have the crowd noise, which, like, yeah. we, like we'll discuss later, like, best sports to watch live yeah. like crowd noise can supplement commentators in in yeah. most live oh, yeah. sports you're watching it's like oh i can't hear the commentators but i'm watching i'm here with fans i'm high-fiving yeah, i'm eating some cheese, yeah. oh, some cheese fries oh i know oh. <laughs> um, some chili on top but speaking of ncaa athletics we want to move into the next story of the day the third story is that ncaa players are now getting paid question mark might be yeah they're in the process i'm just going to go ahead and read verbatim a statement from an article on espn about the whole situation with NP- ncaa players potentially getting paid for their name and likeness um, the ncaa's top governing body said wednesday that it supports a proposal to allow college athletes to sign endorsement contracts and receive payment for their work provided the schools they attend are not involved in any of the payments so essentially they can make n- money on their name and not likeness via commercials so the school just doesn't get any of the funds yeah it's It's like the school can't pay them or whatever or a booster pays them yeah and it's not like the kids can sell their jerseys because yeah those those have those have school affiliation directly tied to it it's like a copyrighted thing yeah like yeah they have the rights to it you can't so I think yourself with those. Yeah, yeah. So I think in the case of like schools selling that athlete's particular jersey, the school still makes the money on those. Yeah. Well, which they don't have names on them, so you technically you're yeah. just selling the jersey from the school, not the name of whoever. Yeah. But athletes now might be able to say do a commercial, and they can wear, I don't know, red and white if they're from Oklahoma yeah. or something like that. But they can't wear an Oklahoma jersey. They can't necessarily say Oklahoma. I, 
like when you say boomer sooner i think that might get in the gray territory yeah yeah but they can reference the school they're from boomer. <laughs> anyway uh also jared's a boomer he's like 60 years old yeah and a sooner fan so <laughs> um so they can make money off of their likeness off of their name they can actually make profit in college or that's what this pros, proposed thing yeah. is. But the NCAA is in, in favor of in that this article, proposed plan. In that article, they were talking about Vince Young back mm-hmm. then when he was playing for Texas. And they were like, if he could have had uh, endorsements during yeah. that time, like everybody would have been buying everything that yeah. had Vince Young on it. Like, because he was such a famous person in Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been, I don't know, that would have been helped out a lot of players, I think. Yeah. But, or it could have been like Jamarcus Russell only made a bunch of money during his LSU days. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. See, it's uh, it all in it's interesting to think about local athletes because we were just talking about like Bobcat athletes and Grizz yeah. athletes. If whatever quarterback for either of those teams was doing local commercials, people would recognize them a little mm-hmm. bit more, and they would those would be the athletes you'd want to get in your like, local commercial spots. I feel like Montana though it would have to be somebody from Montana. Like, yeah. it can't be one of those kids that comes from California yeah. and plays for Montana. I mean, Montana honestly, State. even then, like, if it was, like, Daenerys McGee trying to sell me carpets yeah. from, like, Carpet One or whatever, like, I would be like, hey, that's yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it's going to be, like, a big factor in smaller markets. And obviously, the top tiers, it's it's going to be, like, think your, of your Heisman Trophy winners are going to be. Mm-hmm. North Dakota mm-hmm. when he was playing for North Dakota you know how that, much money he would have made just being in North Dakota like yeah. promoting things and, and like you like said any Texas athlete yeah oh Texas is huge yeah or even like uh, Tua for Alabama like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and they were talking about in that article it's more for it's not more for like the one and dones for basketball like Zion probably could have made a little bit of endorsement money but like oh, he's yeah. not staying at a school for two or three years yeah. he's playing one ga- one year and then going out see but that's the that's, thing it's big for quarterbacks and that kind of stuff yeah. because they're there a couple of years that's the yeah. thing though with basketball you get one of those some of those one and dones they come pretty heavily like a few of them like it might be more generational but every couple of years whatever you get a Zion you know but they come heavily touted out of high school as the mm-hmm. number one recruit and they go to North Carolina or Duke or like whatever, and people will go into the season expecting to watch them flourish, and they start doing really well. Then mid-season or whatever, you get all this hype built around this person. They can still profit off of their name and likeness during yeah. the season, during that one season that they're there yeah. at school. Or it, it can start their endorsements. Like yeah. you can start, yeah, like Zion, like he. Mm-hmm. He was already popular, but what if he got popular during college and yeah. then started his endorsements? Then he going into the NBA, he would have still had those endorsements. Like, yeah, I think this is going to really incentivize a lot of athletes to uh, potentially to stay in college school, a little yeah. bit longer because the longer you're there and you're still this top name, you don't have to worry about oh well, I'm not making any money right now. What if I get hurt? If then you're like, if you're with this new, new proposed plan, I can be making money. And I'm in school getting an education as like a fallback. Yeah. If I get hurt, I've made some money, and I still have a chance to further my education. And my name's still out there. If I'm still like at the top, I can build my draft stock. Kind yeah, of insurance. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a full on insurance. It's great for the athletes. It's 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 great a lot of ways around because I think it gets more names out there. It'll get people to recognize athletes a little bit more from college. Like I don't I don't know a lot of the college players because it's so regional but if yeah. you get a little bit more people as like Aaron Rodgers doing a discount double check you know yeah. yeah I'll recognize that person I'll be able to like 
pick them out a little bit better and lay like the average person will probably be able to see them more. Well, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, like no one really people knew who he was coming out of Cal, but like not until his last season, like mm-hmm. that he didn't get very popular. So like for him, like going to school would be smart because then he built his brand up, I guess, by going to school. Like if he just would have jumped into the well, you can't. But like if he just jumped yeah. in the NFL, he probably wouldn't have been as who he is now. Absolutely, so it's, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. sometimes that would help, but yeah. like it's. I feel like for the NBA players, it's a little bit harder just because they know, like as soon as I get drafted in the NBA at nineteen or twenty, like I'm gonna maybe in, I think the minimum is like three point five million dollars. Like mm-hmm. even in college, do you think your endorsements are gonna be more than that? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so you have to weigh those factors in and stuff oh, like that. Oh, absolutely. Like, and I think that's, if anything, it's giving players more options, yeah. which I think is, is a benefit to them. Those that are the Zions of the world, yeah, go to the well, NBA as soon as you can and Zion, make that money. The G League might have been a bad idea for him mm-hmm. because he might not have been signed by Nike or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean, like right away. It just it depends. Like him, being, him going to Duke was probably the best thing for him because it gave him the most... Uh, you put him out there. Yeah, and that's like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah it's on TV all the time. Like, yeah. If he would have just went to the G League, people, NBA fans would have known about him, but not like the average person would not know who he was. Yeah. But since he went to Duke, that helps his brand out further because mm-hmm. it's more uh, nationwide, I guess. Yeah, the G League, I think, speaking of that, which is the NBA's developmental league, which used to be called the D League it's, for development, but now it's G League for Gatorade, Gatorade League because yeah. they bought the rights to yeah. it. That's it's what happens when you have money, man. <laughs> yeah. But I think something like that would be hurt most from this situation because, like we outlined the benefits of a kid staying in college versus going to the pros, there's that whole track course well, where they can be making money now as opposed – Yeah, and, and the, other, the other options for some of those top talents were – Okay, I can go into the G League, make a little bit of money. I can go overseas, make a little bit more money, or I can stay in college, not make any money, and then once my eligibility is ready, I can move to the NBA. Now there's a whole other tier where yeah. I can stay in college, get that college experience. Which honestly, you're 18 years old. It's, you want to be the yeah. top man on campus yeah. and like live that life. It is. You want to play your best basketball. You want to. I don't know. You want to make some money while you're doing it as well. You yeah. can do that before going to the NBA. I see the G League suffering. And being more, See, I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it'll suffer just because it's not very much of a thing already. But I think it'll help players decide, like, because they're gonna start paying the G League players more too. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been talking about. So it just depends, I guess, on what you want to do personally. Do you want to just? Is your like? Are you a Derrick Rose where your whole goal is just to get to the NBA? Like, yeah. I mean, you have somebody take your SATs for you. Obviously, you don't care about college. Like, you know what I mean? Or if you're one of those kids that's like um, Michael Jordan, like mm-hmm. he went when he got hurt in the NBA, he has to go back to North Carolina to finish his degree or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if he ever finished it, but like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. It's sometimes it is smarter for you to go to school because then you can learn how, what you would actually want to do, not just because yeah. you want to be a basketball player or whatever. It's like oh maybe I want to be a lawyer because I sounds better. Mm-hmm. And a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, I'm. An NBA caliber basketball player, but maybe I want to be a lawyer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they all have the drive for that. Like those people that are you that, know I mean? they're that high up on like. There's been dudes in the NFL that have stopped playing in the NFL because they wanted to become a doctor. I don't remember his name, but he like he literally just decided like I don't want to play in the NFL anymore. I'm just gonna go be a doctor. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. And like, like I said, when you're at that level, like you've got the drive to where you have whatever you want to do, whatever you're most passionate about, and maybe that's not sports at that yeah. time. You pursue it, and you. My cousin it. Joe Schreiber, shout out to Montana State. Yeah. You know he was a defensive end there. Like he went to school there, 
and he not, not that he hated football or anything like that mm-hmm. but he wanted to go to school to become an engineer mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's football paid for his engineering degree absolutely you know what I mean and that helped him out and I think I think way. that's what's been a lot of people's argument is that oh these athletes don't need to get paid this sports is paying for their education well th- that's on a varying scale because yeah. if yeah you want to go into engineering and you want to play you're good at playing football that can get you your degree but if you're one of these players that Chase Young did not want to become an engineer like you know what I mean like he was his whole motivation was go to Ohio State get drafted after two years yeah. and get in the NFL like that's yeah but mm-hmm. for some people like my cousin yeah his whole goal was to play football to become an engineer mm-hmm. yeah there's now you can get a bit paths. more of an overlap of people that are good and enjoy football yeah. and also want to pursue an education and not have to eat ramen noodles every night yeah exactly sort of thing or like worry about yeah and then there's so many shady things where that's going on where like some players are getting new tattoos all the time and like mm-hmm. stuff like that or like getting new cars <coughs> Alabama and uh, <laughs> Nick Saban used car a lot <laughs> look into that one that's another conspiracy theory I actually. know I, that's uh, <laughs> but anyway you know what I mean like it's like how does a college kid that's not supposed to be making any income have mm-hmm. a $40,000 charger yeah like that kind of stuff it's like there's obviously there's things going on that well, maybe not be they, technically illegal, but not actually kosher. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, how else is their iPhone supposed to get to 100%? They need a good charger. You <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> I'm going to try and make one good pun like that, like every episode. Yeah. And and I say good pun very loosely. But yeah, I know. <laughs> well, puns aren't good anyways, but that's what, yeah. Uh, speaking of good things, best transition I've ever made. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what's the best sport to watch live? We touched on this earlier. Yeah. Um, this is our fourth topic here right now. We want to go into watching on TV, watching at home, watching at a bar, versus being there in the stadium, on the pitch, on the court, my whatever. Favorite, I would say my live. favorite to watch at home, like on TV, would be the NBA. Mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, that there, or There's football. great commentation. Depends on, on if you're with a group of people or whatever. NFL, I like watching at home because... If I'm going to an NFL game, <laughs> if I'm going to an NFL game, I get tickets that are cheap seats, and so they're all the way at the top, so I can't see as well, and I can't hear the commentators. So I might as well. And, and football is one of those sports where even it, if it it's goes, booger, I'll listen to it. One of the one of the one of the <laughs> things in football is like it that season goes into the winter, so I can be there, I can be cold, and I cannot hear what's going on, and I can't necessarily see what's going on, or I can be home. Have you ever been eating to a football nachos? Game? freezing cold yeah and like not enjoying it at all because okay. it's so cold that you like awful but like, also i might fun. have to retract this a little bit because okay. uh one of the episodes previously we talked about our favorite sports memory we were there for live and i was at the broncos game where the patriots and the broncos yeah. were playing they went over time yeah. but that's different i mean i've been to like a montana state game where it was like 15 degrees and yeah. wind chill oh yeah it's like i don't even care about mm-hmm. who's playing because it sucks so bad yeah so if you're if i'm watching <laughs> Any sport that I could definitely substitute and just watch on TV all the time is football, which I do anyway. Because you get, you also get like slowed down plays. You get zoomed in, like analysis, all these things yeah. like that. You get commentators, and it's not like you have to like be paying attention to the game to get the big plays. We have technology now. I could pause it, go and take a nice big old poop, yeah, and then I come back. My favorite <laughs> for NFL, especially watching at home. <laughs> Is the red zone? I mean, yeah. I, I don't have it anymore, but that's oh, so funny. When we lived that. in Nashville, like, yeah, we'd have we had two TVs set up in our living room, and we'd watch one game that everybody wanted to watch, or whatever, and then we'd have red zone on the mm-hmm. other TV, so you could watch both, or we'd have t- uh, the picture in picture. That's what we do in Colorado. We'd always have like whatever the Broncos game, 
with at my buddy's house. We bring two TVs over yeah. to have the Broncos game going, and then Red Zone on the other one. Just so you can see what's going on, because yeah. most people are fantasy fans. Yeah, or fantasy whatever. football yeah. is like a big deal with like the Red Zone, because then you can just it makes you more invested in every sport, every yeah. game that's going on that you would never care about. It's like I don't care about the Jags and the Buccaneers or whatever, yeah. something like that. But oh, I've got Tom Brady now. I'm definitely yeah. gonna have to watch what's going on, see if he scores me some points. But on the other side of that. For me personally, something that benefits like infinite times for being there in person and watching is Major League Baseball. I used to never watch baseball. This is before I followed the Rockies and became a fan of the Rockies. I thought baseball was boring. Yeah. I, I just didn't care. It was it's so slow. They scored maybe two points a game. Yeah. And I just I just didn't watch it. But once I started following the Rockies and I moved down to Colorado, I picked up on more the nuance of it, understood the rules better, understood how everything was played, and I could actually pay attention. Now I can watch a baseball game on TV and it's totally fine. Yeah. But between TV baseball and live baseball, there's no debate for me. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> TV baseball is just, I don't know, it's like watching golf. It's, and I sometimes I enjoy watching golf. Too. I know. To but, take a nap, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I enjoy <laughs> watching, I'll, I'll yeah, get like, to watch. Literally, they just the like clapping this. and the snapping. <laughs> It is great <laughs> ASMR is watching golf. Yeah. 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 But like it's yeah. Uh, baseball though on TV, I guess me playing baseball as mm -hmm. a kid, like I've always been into it, so I kind of just I don't know, I've always liked it. I could watch a game. I mean, I don't watch like literally the 9 inning straight. Like I'll yeah. switch channels and watch something else and then watch baseball for another 20 minutes. How looks the baseball butts? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you got to. That's why I got to be there in person, right on the baseline. <laughs> Nolan Arrow's butt just in right in person. <laughs> baseball's great cuz it's outside. You're enjoying a hot dog or nachos or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah I haven't even gotten to this Sunflower seeds and a nice Pepsi or whatever, Coke, and just enjoying the game. I've got like a, I've, I've got a four-pronged approach as to why <laughs> I love watching <laughs> baseball live is way more favorable to watching on TV. One is because the commentation isn't as necessary. There's not as much going on. Like, I can take a break while I'm watching a baseball Joe game. Joe sucks, too. Yeah, I might miss like a quick home run or something, but... For the most part, it's 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 downtime, and you're just watching to see if somebody gets a hit. It's more analytical in that way, yeah. so that the commentators kind of have to fill the air. Yeah, they're not giving play by play no, necessarily. No, it's, it's yeah, it's more. Uh, let's talk about something that doesn't really happen to have have anything yeah. to do with this game because we have nothing to talk about right yeah, now. Yeah, which can be entertaining, <laughs> but also if I'm there focused on the game, I can be there in person and get just as much yeah. information well, and out. if you're with good friends like you'll have a conversation yeah. going on in between innings while they're like warming yeah. up or like the pitchers warming up or whatever yeah. um the next thing and this is more relevant as of kind of just right now because it's been beautiful out like we got a couple beautiful days mm -hmm. like Even outside today. um is that mm -hmm. is that baseball for me i heavily associate with summer and springtime and it being super nice out yeah getting outside and i'm craving that more than ever right now is to get uh, outside with, with a group of friends team. and watch some sports, you know, and just be in the sun, get a little dark. I know, uh, yeah. Get down tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm missing the Mustangs games, to be yeah. honest with you Oh, right we've, been, we've been talking about Mustangs and how mm -hmm. the potential of trying to save their season or whatever. I know, which, yeah, that whole thing with the Pioneer League, too, and, like, the mm -hmm. minor league stuff is getting kind of interesting. Yeah. They might end up folding just because of this pandemic. Yeah, that's what we were saying, because they, they were supposed to have this season as, like, their last season essentially before all the meetings were supposed to happen yeah and then this season essentially canceled now um, yeah the only thing is is like the mustangs 
um, they're so popular here in Billings that they might end up keeping them. It might more be like other leagues that fall apart. Oh yeah, they might end up moving up to like Double A too or something like that instead of just being rookie ball and stuff like that. So. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you know that Jared hasn't listened to any of the episodes we've been airing so far. <laughs> is that we have we actually did talk about yeah because we talked about, no no that's that's all right because I mean whoever's listening he's first, a true now. friend don't yeah, so he's good. yeah. He'll, trust me he'll listen to the one that he's on no I won't I hate my own voice <laughs> see she hates her voice too yeah I know <laughs> um, I put the pillow right is that the uh, yeah they, they could even if they fold the Pioneer League the just the Mustangs or whoever whatever select teams that are still profitable could move up yeah, to whatever like, some other league like know. the Great Falls whatever they are Osprey now Osprey, or whatever yeah. or yeah. There, there's some uh, yeah, they, they might Osprey. not Missoula changed some weird names like the paddle yeah. the paddle smack but that. those guys probably won't end up staying but the mm-hmm. Mustangs have been so popular for so long that they'll end up probably being around especially with the new stadium yeah that kind of stuff yeah so. um, see third prong I think I'm on third now of why MLB baseball is oh, the yeah, best to watch live one. Um, oh, oh boy, the oh, food. Oh, I, I, I thought you were gonna say butts, but yeah, okay. I mean, oh yeah. Depending on what your context is, butts and food are the same thing to some people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not me. I'm not about that life. I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I don't engage. It's, it's no, it's no good to me. But so you give me the coronavirus. You give me some cheese fries. You give me like cake. a Philly cheesesteak. You give me a beer. You give me a hot dog smothered Dude. with onions and peppers. Uh, the Stang Burger, bro. Yes. Uh, some brisket on a burger. Like, are you kidding me? That's yeah. amazing. And it's the crazy, so the great thing is about every baseball about stadium, <laughs> every baseball stadium, major league at least, has, has something their, like has that. their own unique food. Yeah, yeah. And all of them do. I yeah. think Atlanta, uh, the the Braves have some crazy stuff. Yeah, like gourmet go, food. You like. go up into the Northwest and they have just like lobster on burgers and mac and cheese and things like oh, yeah. that. And Seattle has, I think, when I went to the Mariners game, this was 2000, 2000 2001 a long time ago mm-hmm. but like I remember that like they were having crazy stuff already there like you know that's 20 years ago they had mm-hmm. like cool like this like you know I don't know if it was like sushi but like stuff like that kind yeah. of thing. you know yeah not just a hot dog and popcorn mm-hmm. which yeah. which it also can be great delicious yeah. um and then the last thing is just the crowd just and we talked about this a little bit before but the the vibe of the crowd at a baseball game you, you, I mean, everybody does. The, you do the wave. Yeah, I mean, you, I know. Especially you, kind of, you cheer if you go to the Rockies games. Mm-hmm. That those are fun. Just because yeah. that stadium is so close mm-hmm. together, it's it's a lot of fun. And yeah. they play the music that gets everybody cheering. You do some seven inning stretch. It's it's a whole thing. So for me, long story short, baseball is my go to best live sports to watch. I would say hockey. Just because I've been to a NHL yeah, game, I've not been to an NHL game or like a live hockey yeah. game, and I've heard from many people it's that this so is the one fun. that's. Fun. It's uh, the crowd is kind of the same way where it's just mm-hmm. every time you're like yelling and chanting and first, you know what I mean, like yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. There's huge hits, yeah. There's huge hits. Um, I don't know. The game I went to also was in Nashville. Shout out to Nashville Preds. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> went into a shootout af- you know, after overtime and stuff like that. And it's so nerve-wracking to watch. Because in overtime in NHL, it's whoever scores wins mm-hmm. the game. So it's like, for I think it's 10 minutes or whatever, it's so nerve-wracking to watch them shoot the puck at the net. Because yeah. you're like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like, are they going to score this time? And like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, thank God. And then it went into a shootout. So every time you're just watching one guy, you know, deke into, like, try to make a shot. And you're just like, oh, you missed. Thank yeah, God. and a lot of people, I think, unless <laughs> it's you're... so much fun. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think when you're there... The prospect of a close game that's low scoring is a lot more entertaining than when you're watching it on TV. Because when you're there watching on TV, it's like, 
Oh, or watching soccer or whatever and I'm, yeah. I know that millions it's like billions of world people cup, on the planet enjoy soccer unless it's the world cup or like the NHL playoffs like most of those games aren't that exciting just because it is so low mm-hmm. scoring but then it does like it builds up to that score like it's been 2-2 all game it's like the last five minutes or whatever yeah, and somebody score. scores and it's yeah. like wow that's that it, it increases the amount of I don't know, just release the, of your like excitement. The, the excitement score. to uh, despair, I guess, is yeah. so uh, extravagant. I guess I don't know, like it's so wide. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can be super sad or super excited. Like, oh, it's absolutely! Like, yeah, the drop off is huge. Shh. <laughs> Sorry, Anna has to go poop right now. Yeah. <laughs> Small girl bladder. <laughs> um, actually, this is a fine time yeah, to take a break because yeah, we're I talking. We're talking about you going some hockey. And I want to talk about being down there on the front lines with some hockey fights, because that sounds like a okay. Uh, so we'll be right back with more Verse in 10. That's a, that a racist joke. You didn't record that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> um, Jared, do you want to tell us exactly what you were just talking about? And by that, I mean, by that I mean the hockey thing? Yeah. So, uh... No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm all embarrassed. Uh... <laughs> I don't even remember what we I was were talking, talking about. about. Like best reasons to watch hockey oh, live. I was, I was saying like the fights has got yeah. to be a big one. Yeah, I, I don't know if there was any fights at the game we went and watched, but like um, I went to a Bulls game back in I don't know ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, the Billings Bulls. Yeah, Billings back when Bulls. They were, yeah. yeah, like when they had like twenty two year olds. Like when they were actually pretty popular. And yeah. like literally, I think every ten minutes there was a fight. Mm-hmm. It was like fifteen fights during the game. So and this like, is nice. I like being able to talk about. Like this is one of the reasons this podcast is, is talking about super local like Billings Bulls and we talk about the Outlaws we talk about the yeah. Mustangs like if, if we the can, Wolves I don't even know the Wolves oh that was the the um, the Outlaws after remember like the last couple of years they were around it was the oh, Wolves yeah, yeah. or whatever and that was just bad mm-hmm. we went <laughs> to one that. game when I first came back and it was awful <laughs> but uh, anyway you're at this Bulls game yeah there was about I think 15 I don't even remember like there was tons of fights just like constantly so I don't know what was going on, like, yeah. if the teams just hated each other before or whatever, but, like, I just remember being, like, this hockey game is awesome. And, then the, and the nice thing with, like, local hockey games is that the stadium's so small that you're there. You, like, even yeah. if you have the cheapest seat, you yeah, can we see as Metro. close as possible. Yeah, so it's, like, you yeah. can see everything going on. Yeah. Like, there was, I remember, like, there was blood, like, all over the, <laughs> r- like, the, the rink, like, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, being, like, in an NHL game, I think I would probably not enjoyed as much being high up but yeah. if I was there on the glass could be See, one of the best that's like, what's cool about Bridgestone Arena the mm-hmm. Nashville one it's it's really small so you're, yeah. not, you're not up like way up like uh, when I went to TD Garden which is in Boston it's where the yeah. uh, Bruins and the Celtics play I went to a Celtics game and we were sitting way high up mm-hmm. but like the only good thing was we could see the the, the Jumbotron, Jumbotron and yeah. stuff like that. Now, yeah. do hockey games? Because uh, have you been to like other hockey? No, games I've never been to anything else besides the Preds game. So. Okay, no, that's fine. Because I was just gonna ask if it's. I think there's something very specific, and I'm. I guess you guys can probably tell that I'm getting a little hungry because I'm coming back to that baseball oh, food, food thing. Yeah, because I think baseball specifically. <laughs> I think got, baseball. Like, a, it's specific. got the monopoly on like a specific food that like defines your stadium kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, but. I, I think that's also because you're there longer. Like you're spending like yeah. a good two and a half, three hours at a baseball game. So you do need a restaurant there. Cause yeah, you yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And more you need than something like a hockey game. You need like, something as you're drinking to be like, 
I'm too drunk. Yeah. I need to get something. Yeah. <laughs> and being too drunk at a sporting event is the American I would say way. NFL would probably be the second closest to baseball you just be because you're NFL. outside too mm-hmm. and like you're trying to, you know, I'm sure like Atlanta has a specific Atlanta food that they sell. At, oh yeah, like a peach. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fried peaches. Just a regular peach. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that like a potato on a stick? Going down <laughs> to Georgia, gonna eat a lot of peaches. <laughs> that song. You heard that song? Sounds like a beautiful song that you just made up. Uh, it's not. Watch King of the Hill. A little bit. You need to watch some more of it though. I know. It's on there. It's kind somewhere. of schooling. You get. Um. So yeah, we uh, we got some some good picks there, but we're gonna move on to our next topic. <laughs> Unless, uh, Anna, do you have any favorite live sports you watch? Baseball, because of the baseball butts. There we you go. You already covered that. <laughs> yeah, but now it's in depth, and now we know it's on. Yeah. It's, it's recorded. We know why women go to games. It <laughs> <laughs> does make sense. It actually, like, I used to go to Rockets games with, like, my friends back in Colorado. To look at butts. And, and the girls, they were all just like, yep, it's the butts. <laughs> and we'd stand on the third Kyle baseline and watch Miller and all the butts. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't blame you. And I'm sitting there and just like, Sorry, I'm native. I've got, <laughs> I've got the butt of a native man, but I've got a good a butt. You're better than most mm-hmm. butts. Yeah, but, that, but then again, I ran hurdles in college, so like I had to get my butt going. He puts balloons so, in his pants. So if anybody's listening to this episode and they're also single, we got butts, bro. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, we got butts. Um, number five, the All In Challenge. Um, yeah. We're talking about some celebrities, primarily uh, athletes, that have been donating certain events or certain like big ticket items to be raffled off with the proceeds going to charities that are like promoting like food bank of america yeah, i think food. is one of them i don't know for sure it's yeah. like kids starving stuff I yeah they're just they're raising funds for Something various like charities in support of covid19 relief <laughs> kids are sick and dying yeah so all this uh, covid19 relief Celebrities, because who'd you say started this? Like, was kind of the first uh, one to kick it off. It's the owner of the he, the he owns Fanatics, and then um, he owns the New Jersey Devils, and then some other team too. Part owner, I think. Mm-hmm. But kind of kicked this thing off and challenging these celebrities and these famous Ruben? athletes. I think his name's something Ruben. Uh, you're thinking of a sandwich. Why are you so hungry right, right now? <laughs> no, I'm thinking of <laughs> no, Mark right. Ruben. No, <laughs> Mark Cuban Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Michael Ruben. Okay. And he's, yeah. he's the... 76ers. That's the other team. Yeah, yeah. Part right. yeah. Um, I saw Kevin Hart there with uh, Meek Mill, and I was like, yeah, the Sixers. But there, there's been <laughs> some... Sixers, man. See, you're, doing, you're doing pretty solid. You Speaking of, um, one of the things was from Meek Mill. I think oh, one of the things one donated? Of the, to, yeah, to win was Meek auction? Mill something. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, one so of the so other it's ones... it's not just been athletes. It's been like, yeah, yeah. like actors and yeah, actresses. Eli Manning had his uh, yeah, the Corvette. Corvette. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty cor- cool. The like, Corvette that he won from the Super Bowl. $140,000. It was actually, yeah, $140,000. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm just going to read off some of the top things that were auctioned off and the prices for them because it's insane. Did you write down the, <laughs> oh, the Hamlin one? Uh, the playing golf with uh it's like a pro golfer and then the the nascar driver hamlin and going to the nascar game it's like you could or going to game geez, a nascar race it's like you probably buy a nascar for two hundred thousand dollars like i didn't write that probably one. not i didn't write that one because i honestly saw all of them and i skipped that one because i was like i don't even know any of these names or any of these things going on it's like it was just funny to me it's like I don't know. It's like you could have done. There's so much cooler things than go to NASCAR event. Sorry, but speaking of that golfing, is Jared's opinion. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of golfing with uh, a famous Peyton athlete, Manning. Peyton Manning. Uh, his his included 18 holes of golf with Peyton, dinner for ten, 
That one went for five hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Like that's so expensive. Yeah, he's he would, gonna fly to wherever you're at too. It, like, yeah, yeah, he would thing, he would yeah. fly to your city and like do all that. Which I would rather go somewhere else than play like at par three Billings, you know, or something like that. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather go to like a Briarwood would like be that. pretty cool to play. Though. Actually, that would be yeah. Or uh, the one out in Huntley. I have, to, I have to get to some the driving range because that's about as good as I can do. Or yeah, mini, no. or mini golf. Those yeah, are yeah. I can do anywhere from those two, but then that middle part of golf. The last, the last time I went golfing, and the only time I ever went golfing, I got yelled at for taking some dude's golf ball. <laughs> it was the same <laughs> golf ball. Just clarifying. The next time he goes golfing, he's gonna be the one yelling at young people. Yeah, he's stealing his golf ball. <laughs> yeah. you because I can't find mine because I hit it so bad. I just blame the kid. For this. <laughs> um, see, another one auctioned off was Russell Wilson and his wife Sierra. Uh, double you, date. You could have a double date with them. That one went for two hundred and forty k. Imagine. What if if you single? like had a bad relationship what if with, you were single? Um, then I, I don't guess think you have would to pay for it. Yeah, I'm just saying for, like you could bring a friend. I, what if you started like, arguing in front of those two? Like, <laughs> you how should, awkward that would. I be. would. I would. Or meet, those two arguing in front of you, like I told you not to buy that, like that kind of stuff. You like, know what I would do is I would just like <laughs> say I would try and match with somebody on Tinder that night, bring them in, <laughs> and be like, <laughs> like, hey, so. You want to come to dinner? Like, you want to double date with me? It's a blind date. I've never been with the, I've never met, met these people before. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> then you just get there and just like, yeah, this is how I roll. And then yeah. Russell Wilson takes them both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned this He's one earlier. He's a man of God, okay. You mentioned this one earlier was um, uh, Magic Johnson was auctioning off a game of horse to play that'd with himself. Fun. And you also get courtside tickets, like his personal seats. Like, yeah, seats I think at, you get seat yeah. That, that one went for $220,000. So quite a hefty chunk of change still. Yeah. But, Which I think the value of that one, like with the Peyton one, I think the value of that is like worth it. Like, yeah, you know, of, like, of all of them, I would want to do the Peyton one just to be around Peyton, Peyton for that long. Yeah. Just because he's such a great person. Like, I would just want to talk to him yeah, and chill with him. And I wouldn't invite any of you guys. <laughs> That's 10 people get to go to the dinner. <laughs> yeah, it'd be me and nine... Concubine. Tinder dates. You wouldn't have to share your with anybody. <laughs> Just have nine Tinder dates with you. Uh, and then Peyton takes them all. Yeah. <laughs> and me. He's a happily married man. Right? <laughs> um, but the the auction item from an athlete that went for the most, as far as like writing this episode, was Tom Brady. He was auctioning off dinner or a workout. So I'm assuming it's like one person. So he's like, oh, maybe if. If it's a lady that wants to have dinner with me, or if it's some dude that wants to work out with me, like, I, like you, you, I'm sorry, but like, I don't want to do squats. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm assuming it's like, oh, I caught, a, I caught a pass from Tom okay. Brady. Sort See, of thing. that's a lot cooler. Is, but yeah. like, let's go bench and do some squats. I'm like, I'm not paying for that. It's like, <laughs> screw that. Like, uh, so it's it's dinner like, or workout after his first Bucks game. Bucks game, his very first Bucks game. Oh, okay, that would be kind of um, cool. And then also you get his jersey, his cleats, a bunch of other like stuff too. I would and just then, ask him a bunch of questions about Gronkowski. All right, so Anna, how much do you think? How much do you think that went for? Like, uh-huh. to have dinner with Tom Brady. How much was it? Dinner with Tom Brady, and you get his shoes. Forty thousand. No, no, no. Okay, so it's, a, it's so over a hundred. The most, the most uh, recent. Over 100, yeah, over. Okay, so the over. the next closest one on this list was five hundred twenty-five thousand. So over. It's, That's okay. the high. This is the highest one. So five hundred whatever it was. Five hundred twenty-five is less than what this one was. Three hundred fifty thousand. No, okay. Oh, it's higher than that. It's, it's higher than five hundred thousand dollars. Oh. So they were talking about couples arguing earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. Jared's like, can't you be good at math? <laughs> you're, you're going the opposite direction. Higher. 20 bucks? Yeah. That's what I would pay. All right, but you're correct. It's $800,000. Yeah. That was very $800, good. $800,000 just to have dinner with Tom Brady. Yeah. See, I, I 
Well, some guy got a uh, free uh, house visit, and he didn't even have to pay anything. So you know that's all the millionaires. Do. What, what, do you have, like, a disease? No, it was a joke, because he walked into the wrong house. Oh. Brady. <laughs> yeah. I got that for free. I thought it was some, like, make-a-wish kid or something. <laughs> Did you... Speaking of that, I'm sorry, and this isn't... It's kind of mean, but I saw a make-a-wish the other day on Montana, from Montana. as a kid from Montana, which I feel really bad for, but they literally just went camping, and they got a free camper... I mean, it was a cool camper and stuff like that, but, like, the kid, all he wanted to do was go camping. Yeah. And then they had, like, a four-wheeler parade for him. Like, and I was like, that's so them. lame. Everybody else gets such cool things. Like the kid. Like, there's so many kids that get to meet John Cena. It's like, you could have done that, man. Like, but the way he walks in, they can't see him. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pun. Another pun. I hope that kid survives. I don't know. I don't, it was a non-cancerous tumor, so I think he's okay, but... But they got a camper that was like a, a humidity controlled or temperature controlled or something like oh, that, oh, so that like yeah. he could be inside oh, of it. Yeah, with I guess they had specific temperatures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So that was cool. But I was just like, dude, you could have got so much cooler stuff. Yeah. But anyway, all that stuff's <laughs> going to a good cause. Like it's going for like families and kids and stuff like I that. I think it's being. I think that. it's really cool. Oh, it's yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's it's honestly these celebrities that, I mean, they've got the means to say, oh yeah, just have my other spare Corvette or. I'll have dinner with you. Yeah, Eli doesn't need his. And you know the people that are buying these are millionaires anyway, and they're the ones that are like, "I'll pay eight hundred thousand dollars." Hopefully, whoever pays for that Peyton Manning thing brings like, like nine Peyton Manning super fans like with him to to that dinner that he's going to, because that would be the best way to like give back to. Or, yeah. Like I don't know, from Children's Hospital or something like that. That'd be cool. And you would assume that if they're trying to be charitable, this is a good charitable. That'd be cool if like the dude who bought that one with Peyton. Like ended up taking a bunch of kids that love Peyton Manning to go to the dinner with him. Yeah, whatever. like like kids that, that would be neat. Kids that host podcasts from Montana, <laughs> yeah. you know, just that or on podcasts. You know, that would be that would be the best. So um, whoever did that, thank uh, you. Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for taking us. Uh, moving on to our next topic, we've got the topic number six: Major League Baseball Hall of Fame 2020 class. Um, has postponed the induction ceremony for this year's inductees. Wait, uh, sorry, just. You were talking about Larry Walker is going to be inducted. Yes. Is, is that the the restaurant? No. What's the restaurant at the Rocky Stadium? Um, like the you know what I'm talking the, about? the bar. The one, one that's the... named after the dude. It's not Larry Walker, isn't it? No, because he played for the Rockies. Who is it? It's uh Todd. Oh, I can't remember now. Not Todd Helton. Get it together, boys. I don't know. He played outfield. I'm pretty sure. It's like a the bar that's out, or it's not. It's like a restaurant out in like center field or whatever. It's, like, named after one of the dudes that played there forever. I was kind of hoping you'd know, because you lived there and went there. I did, but also, you realize that stadium was the epicenter of my drunkenness. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> the two times I, I went to that, I was there. pretty drunk, too, so I don't remember a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, couldn't tell you. Class. But, yeah, Larry Walker Jr. is among the Hall of Fame class that's going to be inducted. Yeah. Inducted next year, but he's still in the 2020 class. It's not a crazy thing, because they're still gonna be in it it's just they're gonna get to be there and stand it's gonna be a little bit yeah, long ceremony because I, see, like, this to me is not that big of a deal like if i was Derek jeter i wouldn't be mad because i'm not no. getting inducted this and year and i don't it's think like anybody's mad another it's year. just it's just a bummer that like yeah I mean, it, that they're postponing it which makes sense because we well, can't have groups of, like a grouping of it you know you can't have a thousand people sitting there or whatever yeah so i mean that we don't have much to say on that just giving you a little bit of update that's what we know is that the 2020 class is going to be inducted in 2021, along with whoever they choose for those. So, uh, real quick, moving on to the next subject, unless you are you looking at Larry Walker stuff? Well, I was trying to see like what 
restaurant it was, but now it's just coming up with the best ten restaurants. Ooh, what's the best <laughs> restaurant? Buy it. Well, wouldn't it be the rooftop? What is that place called? The, the rooftop bar. The that, that place is awesome. That's the one that I was thinking of because that's, that's the one the coolest that, place because you can see Coors Field from there. Yeah, you can just get up there and you can stand along that railway. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, you get some rock pile tickets for like fifteen bucks. You go and you go to the rooftop grill. Okay, so you get some beer, you get some food, you stand there, you watch, and then if it's a weekday, like a Tuesday night or something like that, and we're playing, I don't know, the Tampa Bay Rays or somebody that's like nobody really is watching. You go down, you watch on that first 100 level behind the plate for the rest of the game. That's how you. That's how you. I think they might have changed the name, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, but they do also have a brewery in. No, in, in Coors Field. Is it Coors Brew? No, it's it's Blue Moon. Blue Moon. That's what. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, they have a Blue Moon brewery in Coors Field, which is cool. Colorado is a fun beer place. That's why that's I started this podcast place, because yeah. I saw so many breweries there, and it was a big beer town, and I wanted to emphasize my love of beer and sports and also Jesus. So so here we are. I, I zoned out so hard and I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I was like, it's a crowd plaza. So, I'm like, wait, what? So that was the perfect time for you to come in. I was like, uh, beer, sports, and Jesus. And you're like, Jesus. Um, Kardashians, <laughs> right? We're talking Kardashians. Yeah, Jesus. I zoned uh, out and I thought we were talking about the crowd plaza. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like... Ooh, but another one of my favorite things in the world, probably among like the top of all time my favorite things in the world is I want to give a big shout out to my mom. Happy birthday, mom. It was her birthday yesterday. We went up to the mountains, took a little bit of a hike. I grilled some ribs for her. Aww. And uh, yeah, she's she's the best, best person in the world that I know. So mom, happy birthday to you. Um, to everyone else in the world, uh, make sure you wish her a happy birthday. Yeah. And you wish your mom was this cool. Yeah. See, Jared knows my mom. Yeah. She's he, knows, nice he knows she's cool. Um, I think yeah. Seth Seth said a shout out to my mom too on really? the podcast. Yeah, Aww. that's cool. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah, because she's like a third of the listening population. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> literally out of the three people, she's yeah. a third of it. Yeah. So thanks for listening, mom. But I also if you get this use, far, thank you. I wanted to use that. Oh, she listens to the whole thing. So like, uh, she does. I can't I, wait till she I, gets I, to this part. No, <laughs> she stops it because I because I thought I I was gonna get away with one the last time, and I was, I was with Seth, and I was like, I was like oh, I don't know if she's listening to the rest of this thing. Um, we were talking about I don't know me getting drunk somewhere or something. So I was like, oh, mom, if you're listening, sorry, but love you. And Seth's like, oh, I love you too. And so was, yeah, okay, that's funny. But um, for everyone else in the world. Uh, happy Mother's Day coming up in a yeah. couple weeks. We wanted to use this as a bit of a platform because of my mom's birthday and because of Mother's Day. We want to highlight a few of the best moms in sports. So we're talking necessarily the best moms of athletes, not athletes who are also athletes. moms. Because yeah. I was hard, I was trying hard to find a couple articles on looking at this. It, and I kudos to all the athlete moms as well because that's one hell of a job to, to like – you do that and still be the peak of your physical form. You know what's form? funny, though? I just thought about this. You never really hear about the moms that, like, motivate athletes. It's always, like, the dads, like, uh, um, the Williams sisters' or dad. Or, like, Tiger's dad. Yeah, or Tiger's like dad, or Michael Jordan's dad, because yeah. he was so influential mm -hmm. on him or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you never hear about those moms, like, really. See, and I, I look at this, and it's probably just because, like, like, I grew up and my mom was so supportive and stuff like that. When I see 
a mom on TV with with her athletes. I mean, like th- those are always the ones that I see the the athletes go to and they hug their mom and they're yeah. crying after the championship. DeAndre Hopkins, you yeah. should check that one out because that one's really cool because yeah. she goes to every game. And those but, one those ones always stand out to me. I'm just like that's that's what it's all about. That yeah. that tickles well, me right. In she my got you there. You should thank her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's the one who helped you get there. Like absolutely. Yeah. Kevin Durant's mom. Like you know yeah. she goes to like almost every game and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, know? and you see her there. And so we want yeah because we want to talk about a few of them. Um, a few we want to mention is uh, Olivia Manning, just because she produced two, I would say, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. Eli's... Eli's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay, two I'm Hall sorry. of Fame quarterbacks. Did he won two Super Bowls. Like, you yeah, can't and he was the MVP that. from one of them. And, and he literally... donated his car to yeah. charity. Well, so. and the only reason I also put him in the Hall of Fame is because also of that Super Bowl against the... Well, he won both against the Patriots, didn't he? I think uh, both Super Bowls were yeah, against yeah, Patriots. Yeah, yeah. But the catch Super Bowl, like yeah. that is so iconic in yeah, sports and history. It's like that's a Hall of Fame game. So he, like just being let alone put in for that, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's such a yeah. Yeah. Especially so you, him like not only the catch, but him getting out of like the two dudes that were trying to tackle him to throw the ball. Yeah. Like that's insane. Like let alone he should have been sacked. Like it should have been over with like then. If you yeah. think that was impressive. Try birthing Peyton Manning's forehead. So thank you, <laughs> thank you, Olivia Manning, for giving us that. Do you think it was that big then? <laughs> I think so. I think he was. Do you all... think that's where he got the bumps on his forehead from? Is from birth? <laughs> you got to squeeze him out somewhere. <laughs> no. But uh, shall was, to... the canal was too small. Is that why it's so long? <laughs> it's kind of like a Play-Doh being pushed. <laughs> Soft serve ice cream. Uh, thanks, Olivia Manning, for yeah. Sorry for, uh, sorry for all that. Um, we also uh, I want to talk Wilma Wilma McNabb because oh, yeah. I, I had to look up her name, but I just know her the from ch- the commercials. The the chunky yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Don she... McNabb's mom was that actually his mom? In oh those yeah, commercials? yeah, yeah. Okay, Absolutely. that's cool. Because I know I always wondered that. Like, is that actually his mom, or is that just an actress? Like, yeah, she's out there it? serving chunky to like all the football players, and like <laughs> that <was> so gross. <laughs> that is no negative connotation. It sounds gross, but it, I, <laughs> she's out there Servant providing soup. soup. Gosh, yeah. no, it's, it's, why does it still sound weird? <laughs> hey, man, your mom. She's, she's supplying that slop. Hey, bro, your mom. Your mom served me chunky. <laughs> oh I'll God. serve you chunky. Um, uh, uh, see, see, I also really enjoyed watching uh, Debbie Phelps, which is Michael yeah. Phelps' mom, because during that Olympics when he won like those twenty-four medals or whatever, like the record the amount of medals, one. Um, I remember very vividly his mom being in the stands for every one, and she was incredibly captivating to watch on her own yeah. because her reactions to him winning or coming close oh. to winning. Speaking was... of moms, like the moms from the Little League World Series, like yeah. watching them and like yeah. when they're they're talking to him, interviewing him, and their son hits a home run right then and they're just like yelling and Not stuff. Not so I cute. really wish there were more dads in the stands like Randy Marsh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a mook. <laughs> He's in his underwear. <laughs> oh, that was so good. But, uh, anywho, there was, there's, I'm pretty anywho. sure there's a, a gif or something like that of Debbie Phelps when... Are you saying she is a gif? Yeah. Or no. gilf? Uh, what? Yeah. Sorry, Kip, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Wrong thing. <laughs> of um, Michael Phelps, it was, it was, it might have been like the 200 meter or something like that, but it was the one when he barely won by like .01 seconds. Like, you can... And he, like, it slowed down, they touched the wall, and she freaked out. I remember watching her freak out, and that's the same feeling I got 
when my mom would freak out if I yeah. like, did something cool. You know, I, didn't, funny? I didn't do enough cool Speaking stuff in sports. Stuff, one time uh, in Little Guy Football, which is, our, yeah, anyways, uh, I was... Were you in the All-Stars then, too? No, yeah, they didn't have sure. All-Stars for Little Guy. Uh, we sucked. <laughs> but uh, I think, it, anyways, I was playing defensive end or whatever, and I was chasing after a kid that was running to the sideline. Well, I got pushed, mm-hmm. and I got pushed into the bleachers. Like, my head slid into the bleachers, like, at the bottom of it, and I got a concussion. Wow. And as I'm laying there, my mom yells from the stands, Get up! You're fine! <laughs> and my coach has to, like, turn around to her and, like, do the neck throat thing. Like, he's stop crying. it. Like, he's, stop. No, I wasn't crying because like, I was knocked out. Like, like, I was crying. not even awake. It's like, he's out. Uh. Yeah. Like, it was so funny. They had to take me out of the game because I had a mild concussion and shit like that. My, I just, my mom feels so bad for that now because she's like, oh, you're fine. Just get up. Like, how old were you? Uh, I'd probably, like, 11 or 12. See, this seems to me like knowing you now, imagining you at 11 or 12, you probably faked like you lied on the ground a couple of times no so she's no. probably ready for this no okay in her defense i got hurt a lot yes but it was for dumb things so you're a wuss yeah, no yeah no i got hurt a lot no. and so she was just like oh this is another one of those things jared's being dumb like you're fine like just get up kind of thing and it was like no nah, i wasn't fine like i definitely like was not okay uh so yeah shout out to jared's mom yeah thanks for being mom. a badass yeah not the only time she told me to get up. Oh, that sounded terrible. I apologize. <laughs> Did she give you chunky? <laughs> uh, sorry, mom. Um, ooh, now this. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to take a bathroom break real quick before okay. jumping this next one because we're talking conspiracy theories. Conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy theories with Jared coming up next. This is his subject. He's ready to just drop some yeah. knowledge bombs on us. Um, we'll be right back with topic number eight. Conspiracy theories in sports. I'm not ready to see you like this. <laughs> like, it's just the weirdest stuff. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Dan Horn. I just want to see if I can get as many things of, that you don't realize I'm recording you for. I know, that's as the transitions. worst. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> it's the best. Ooh, speaking of the best, we're getting into oh. Oh, no. um, our resident conspiracy theorists' best sports conspiracy theories. And I, I looked up a couple as best as I could. I'm not well versed in yeah, sports some conspiracy of those, theories, and some of them were just kind of I think conjecture more than anything the, else. The list that you gave me, my favorite one was the New Zealand versus South America, the rugby game. Oh yeah, where the Susie poisoned all of them with food yeah, poisoning. Yeah, yeah, run it, run it down. Okay, so supposedly it was uh, New Zealand. I think it was New Zealand was playing in South Africa. South Africa, excuse mm-hmm. me. And, it, uh, rugby, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they got sick like the day before from some something i don't know what it was milk based i think is what they said but like the coach after the game after they lost to south africa was like i, I blame it on the waitress susie <laughs> it was like who's susie like that was so funny but like uh apparently like, they all just got food poisoning so it's probably they went to a restaurant or something like that and, and just, just got sick. stuff that happened yeah but, but, but it was so funny it's just like i don't know it's probably susie do <laughs> like, you think oh there was definitely some whole thing that susie was planning yeah. plotting to all i'm saying it was definitely a blonde lady from south america uh, south africa yeah you know it was susie come on man. it's only a blonde lady for sure oh Suze. it's south africa it's definitely a blonde lady it's probably the diamonds just like Dripping. I just I thought it was so funny that was on the list because there's like so many other conspiracies like in sports and stuff like that. It's like a, everybody's yeah. just trying to. The find only per- people that care about that is in South Africa and New Zealand, <laughs> maybe Australia. But like no one else watches rugby. But. See, I uh, I I picked out one from that list that I thought might have had some merit, but then again, it's just I don't know. 
with these conspiracy theories, you never know what has merit. Yeah, it's kind of just that's the fun part. It, it's just fun to talk about and think about. It's like if this were to happen, what would happen? But I mean, it's probably one that most people might be tangentially familiar with. Is that when Michael Jordan first retired, mm-hmm. his reason for retirement might have been more intertwined with a secret suspension for gambling because that was around the time when he was like at the peak of his gambling and uh, so this 30 for 30 documentary this uh the last dance, the last dance i think they talk about it a little bit I, i'm sure they either have or will but i haven't seen it yet i'm probably I've gonna get i'm probably gonna get espn yeah. right at the end and so i can binge it all because i haven't seen any of it i'm super stoked to watch it i've only heard great things about uh, it we watched a little bit of i think the third episode the other night at yeah. dinner uh, like, it's really oh, interesting. Do you have ESPN? Was it second? Yeah. Second or something? We have Hulu TV, like live TV or whatever, so I can watch ESPN. Sweet. Yeah, because we were waiting to watch the third and fourth one. Count too. I might have to just for the ESPN yeah, stuff because that's. Yeah, uh, yeah. You great. guys, it's 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 on. I recorded that. You I know. <laughs> but isn't that legal? I thought Hulu said you could do that kind of stuff. Oh no, I'm saying I'm saying like for me personally, I have a verbal contract. Okay, you know. Yeah, which one was it though that they were like, we don't care if you give away? Your I think it might have been Disney Plus. Is it Disney Plus? Disney Plus, like they said, yeah. It's just like, dude, have, you're paying for it. No one, like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like your choice. But uh, anyway, so so MJ, yeah, he was in the peak of his gambling. Ninety three, he retired mm-hmm. to go play baseball. And there whatever. was, and I think the thing that gave a lot of fans of this theory a little bit of ammunition was that he was asked at one point, "Hey, do you think you'll come back to the NBA?" When he was still in the midst of his retirement, yeah. And he was like, "I mean, it depends if Davis Stern will let me back in the league." And so people were like, "Oh, was he? Was there some reason he's out other than retirement?" And that kind of well, and they that. put it. They at the beginning of the season, they actually. I think it was the ninety. I don't know. It must have been the ninety three season. They the NBA had an investigation into his gambling, yeah. and I think he thought he obviously was gambling on Bulls games, mm-hmm. and that's why they were going to punish him for it. But like, I also think that they would never punish him because like he literally was like the face of the NBA for. Eight years, nine years, like and from ninety one like, to ninety eight. Like, and I feel like back in the nineties, there was a bit more of that going on. It was kind of like cocaine in the eighties. Yeah, know? yeah. Like gambling in the nineties was cocaine in the eighties. Yeah, especially with sports and these big. You know, Charles Barkley blames his gambling problem. On yeah, Michael because Jordan. Michael Jordan just got him into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So like he heavily. literally lost millions of dollars because of Michael Jordan. Which, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's also it's also Charles's fault. For, yeah, like continuing it, but like mm-hmm. yeah. But you could definitely imagine. Michael being that dominating presence, oh. being like, it's like, what? Do you not think you'll win that? Are you not going to put yeah, twenty no. grand on this in the game, last you know? dance? I guess who was it? It was one of the. I think it was Scottie Pippen was talking about how when he was a rookie, Jordan bought him golf clubs, and mm-hmm. he was like, "That is the only reason he bought me golf clubs is so we could go gambling <laughs> on the golf course." <laughs> it's like literally, he just wanted to gamble with me. Like, yeah, it's just funny. Like, see, but don't let Michael Jordan on a golf course because he'll get sucked down a hole and then he'll have to play for the. <laughs> <laughs> to play for against the Monstars, uh, but he gambled on that too. You he, he, he would have like had to. Oh, didn't he bet on that? Yeah, yeah, he that, did bet on that. The bet. <laughs> I forgot about that. He is like, I'll go to uh, yeah, Mars, right? Moron, Moron Mountain. Moron he would Mountain. play Moron Mountain. We all assume it was Mars. Time. Come on. <laughs> and then, uh, but if he lost, that he would have to do that. But if he won, then yeah, they'd have to leave. They'd have to let the good thing they had the uh, what, Looney Tunes go. What was it? Special stuff. No, oh, uh, his secret stuff. Secret Mike's stuff. secret stuff, yeah. <laughs> Which is definitely one Just of water. steroids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that one, I that one I feel like I don't know if it's that true or not, because he also had just won three championships yeah. in a row. And see, that that for me was just the most interesting, because that's what I probably knew and most about. Also was right after, I 
pretty sure it was right after his father died, and like that's what his dad wanted him to do was play baseball. Yeah. So I feel like that's why he went to go play. Like it wasn't because it might have had something to do with gambling, or he might have thought he was going to get in trouble, and he just decided to quit. But I don't think they ever would have done anything. Cause just, it's the same I thing. just realized this whole thing is like I'm gonna have a different context when I'm watching Space Jam because he quit and he started <laughs> playing baseball in Space Jam. He sucked, got picked up by the by the Toon Squad, <laughs> and then boom. Still, like, still want one of those get jerseys, man. Returning for the Chicago Bulls. Oh, such a great. Oh, from believe, North Carolina. Yeah. I believe I can <laughs> I gotta rewatch that movie. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that right after this. He's gotta have his watch. yeah. Um, um, okay, so did you have any other other theories from that list? Okay, or the only thing I was going to say is like I don't think they would have banned him from the NBA. It's the same thing with like, the Kobe thing when he got in trouble for rape and stuff like that. It's like he is such a well-known player and he's su- like such a face of the NBA that they weren't – they never punished him. Yeah, I think at Kobe, that point you know with, what I mean? with like, any of these big athletes, they need hard evidence to give hard punishments. Yeah. Because if like – oh. And see with the, the Kobe thing is step, definitely muddled and it's it's a confusing like who knows what happened actually on that one like yeah. if he did or didn't do or whatever but like mm-hmm. you know everybody knows Jordan was gambling but I don't think they would have ever done anything to and him. it was and it was gambling and Jordan was also he's also the the greatest of all time it's kind of like with the argument with Pete Rose when he gambled well why he's not in the Hall of Fame but I think people a lot of people well that's because he's think banned he for life be. supposedly that's actually one of the conspiracy theories in that list is the Pete Rose gambling thing? yeah well it's because apparently whoever was the commissioner then I didn't I don't even know who he was but uh said that mm-hmm. uh, apparently those two had a deal uh, Pete Rose and the commissioner at the mm-hmm. time that it wasn't going to be a lifetime ban, it was only going to be a couple year ban, like, kind of thing. But that guy died 10 days after he banned Pete Rose. And then, so another commissioner came in, it was, like, the assistant commissioner or whatever, I don't know exactly, but um, the thing that they were saying that was probably not true is because it's, like, that guy that became the commissioner was best friends with the commissioner. So he probably would have told him. So he would have known, probably. And he was, like, you said he was assistant commissioner, so he probably would have something like that. He had something to do with the MLB, so he was put into it. So he already probably knew that was the agreement. Yeah, and he wouldn't have See, come but, back. But then again, that. if it was one of those things where it was like a kind of secret thing between yeah, the or that Rose, he disagreed that, with what had happened and or, was like, no, we're not going to continue with that. Or that, like you said, it was his best friend, so he he's like, I want to respect my friend's wishes. And he, if his friend never, like the old commissioner, never announced that it was a temporary thing, it's like, yeah. like no, it's, it was know. a ban. I'm yeah. not going to go against exactly. my best friend's yeah. dead wishes. And like, I, I don't want to that, or he disagreed with what the commissioner at the time had done with Pete Rose, and he was yeah. like, I don't agree with what you're doing. He should be banned for life. But I, I never think that with the gambling thing, I don't. I don't know. Pete Rose, I, I Pete Rose still hit, had all those hits. See, it doesn't have anything to do with him gambling. With, with gambling in sports, I think if you're throwing games to win money, yeah. then that's that's a whole Pete different Rose, thing. I don't think but if you're, if you're betting that. on yourself, I say do that. But he was betting against... I think what Pete Rose got in trouble for was he was betting against the Reds. Like, if they were playing the Royals, he was going to say, like, the Royals are going to win because I know who's pitching. Mm. You know what I mean? So he was betting against himself, basically. Okay. Not that yeah. necessarily he was throwing it away, yeah. but, like, he was betting on the other team. I feel yeah. like if, if that, Michael Jordan was always like, I'm betting for the Bulls, we're going to win or whatever. Yeah, like, like, I'm going to score 50 tonight. I'm going to yeah, walk in this yeah. locker room and say, hey, good luck guarding me tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have, I don't, I don't feel bad for that because you know boxers can bet on themselves. Yeah. I, and I, so, I, same with I, UFC fighters. I wonder if um, Mayweather, how much he Connor did. Connor bet on himself on a the, couple on of the, times. On his last one too? Uh, I don't know which one he bet on, but that's where he made a ton of money 
is he put a bet on himself, like a $100,000 bet, and made like $2 million or whatever. Wow, yeah. So, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're betting for yourself yeah. to win, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. But it's when you're... It's when you're throwing... When you're, you're not, uh, Donahue, and you're betting because you know who... You know that you're going to rig the game to make the... Whatever team lose, like the yeah. Sixers lose or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless like, it's like Pulp Fiction and you need to throw the fight, but you bet on yourself and you're trying to get out of the town before being ready. Actually, we just played in L.A. Noir. Shout out to L.A. Noir. Uh... It's yeah, a, yeah. Uh, a pulp fiction inspired thing. He well, there's a crime in that where you 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 find out that a boxer bet on himself and mm. won the fight, and he was supposed to lose, and then he runs off, and you have to figure out why he did it and stuff. Sweet, like that. that's yeah, really it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, Shout so out those, to those, eight-year-old those, games. But. Those from the list. I know you were saying there was one with uh, Brown Peyton Manning. Do you have any other no, that like, one's, random ones? Or that anything? one's so like I'm not. I don't want to say anything on that one just because I don't remember exactly what was going on. Because you don't want to get shot walking out of the... Well, it was so muddled. I I don't remember exactly what was going on, so I don't want to say anything. But the other one was the Lakers-Kings. Oh, yeah. Back in the, I think, 2001 or something like that, that the the referees rigged the game for the Lakers because they were down Mm 3-1 and ended up winning the series 4-3. Was it it evident, like, in the games that there was... Yeah, so I think it was game six... It was game six. I don't know how much they were down by, but the Lakers ended up shooting like thirty free throws in the fourth quarter or something Jeez. like that. Like, the, so there was fifteen fouls by the Kings in the fourth quarter, and the last, I think it was the last sixteen out of eighteen points that the Lakers had ended up being free throws, mm-hmm. and they were just like, uh, even Chris Webber was like, I don't know if it was rigged or not, but like something definitely was going on. Like yeah. they were calling fouls that shouldn't have been called. Especially during playoff games, like yeah. they let them play a little bit harder. Like, see, with uh, with those with people saying there's like a ref job, <laughs> is that <laughs> I, I think there's too much coordination that has to go on with a lot of that. But that that's like for one game. If someone yeah. says like, oh, these, these refs are, like, I do. Reading, it's like that's too much coordination for it to actually happen. But in the I think whole it's more span, likely for NBA. The to... whole span of NBA that's happened, there has to have been some games that have been rigged yeah. or like not rigged necessarily, but favored in yeah. somebody's. Yeah, somebody's corner, I guess. Um, but I also read an article not too long ago about how and referees and players have a lot of like their good relationships, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they uh, like a certain referee will really like James Harden, mm-hmm. so he won't referee him as hard as he would referee like Chris Paul or yeah. whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like so, if they're playing each other, like he's gonna favor more James Harden's side. So mm-hmm. like not necessarily rigging the game, yeah. But there's definitely favoritism in the and NBA there's, and stuff there's like, that. like an aspect of that too, where you can definitely tell the players try and buddy up with a certain, certain referee. Referees. It's like like if it's like oh yeah, this referee before you're shooting around or whatever, you just go and you probably can crack jokes with them because they're a person too, and yeah, you can probably connect with them well, a little you can, bit more. I think I don't remember who it was, but it was a very famous player, maybe LeBron or something like that. I can't remember, but like somebody like LeBron went up to a referee and said something to him like hey man you know something 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 like you need to watch this guy or whatever and then like the next play he called a foul for LeBron yeah it was I don't think it was LeBron but it was something like yeah that. it made it look like it was just like hey call me a foul or yeah something but it was that. probably more like hey this guy's pulling on my jersey or like elbowing me in the back while I'm trying to uh, post up or whatever that's illegal you yeah. need to pay attention to it it was probably something more like that yeah, and I'm sure that I'm sure that like, happens all the a time a lot too, yeah yeah where because I mean, like everybody sees when the players they kind of they baby around. They're just like, "What? How's that a foul?" No, like, look at me. I was I had him posted oh, up or whatever. And, and then if you get 
a ref that he's kind of fed up with your just like oh, nagging crap then, stuff, then, yeah. you, then it's only natural I mean there are humans too that they are going to be like I'm not going to give you a foul just because you're asking for yeah. it or whatever but I think it does happen a lot more it's not like the NFL I think the referees are a little more separated in the NFL than they are in uh, the NBA yeah like the, the NBA refs are a lot more closer than the yeah the umpire is to the you know Tom Brady or whatever mm-hmm. like yeah or baseball or something yeah, like that yeah. too because baseball like the, the umps all they get credit for is when they throw people out and then start fights uh, I'm pretty sure most of the umpires and uh, uh, yeah those guys the the MLB hates the umpires more than like the other referees in different sports yeah. you know what I mean I feel like there's more of a segregation between those two than yeah. other sports that's because you don't, you don't get like anybody like when they call a foul the guy at the plate isn't upset about that or whatever. Yeah. Really, it's only like you only pay attention to the referees or the umps in baseball when it's something that's upsetting. Yeah, it's, it's like balls it's like, and strikes. It was and then clearly they, a strike, and you're like, an idiot, and you rush, you're yeah. stupid. Can't you see like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff? Yeah. yeah. So then they, I think they get segregated more than like yeah. in the NBA. Then you got to spit out that giant dip, dip in your mouth. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, but um, I definitely um, even Chris Webber says though about that Lakers. Uh, Kings game, it definitely like he's like there's something was going on fishy. Like I don't yeah. know, I'm not saying that they rigged it or not, but yeah, I'm sure there's more. I think I'll have to do another deep dive. I'm sure there's like a couple books on sports conspiracies. Yeah. So well, you know, like the uh, I don't know what year it was, like 1929 World Series that mm-hmm. the 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 White Sox, yeah, White Sox, uh, like through the game. Like through like several oh, really? World Series games to I don't remember who it was ended up winning. Was it to make a game seven or was it just to like? No, like uh, the whole team threw the game so the other team could win. I don't remember what team it was. I don't I can't remember now. Maybe the Cardinals or something like that. But uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson was one of the most famous mm-hmm. players on that team, and they ended up throwing the games and they got in trouble for it because they found out about it. Wow. Like it's that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's not technically conspiracy because it did happen. Yeah, and but, like and yeah, there's stuff that happens like that where like. Certain things, and like, I think I'll probably save because I I think we could go into it because I think there was like a section we could go into it is with of the Deflate Gate and whatever like all those uh, that's more cheating than yeah the scandals yeah I think, I think the sports scandals cheating scandals um, that's a it's a good topic for another episode but like that's a that's a good broad conspiracy theory that, subject, and and I think we have to revisit this the Patriots too. do a lot of things that aren't necessarily cheating. They're not in the rule book, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like this gray they're area. They're getting away with as much as they can get away with. They've been in so much trouble, though, that it's kind of like that they... But, I mean, they've won so much that they're like, it's worth it. Do you know that they, that in that article they were talking about how they taped a lot of the beginning of the warm-ups for the Rams during the 2001 Super Bowl? So some so, more of the Spygate stuff? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they supposedly got rid of those tapes or whatever, mm-hmm. but like it's like they definitely do that because they got in trouble for that a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Or... Just this last year, they were filming some team. Yeah, because that was during the playoffs. It wasn't or the playoffs during the season, but that because I saw a video of it where the guy who is videotaping is talking to an official from the NFL and is like, "Yeah, I'll just delete it right now, man. Yeah. Like whatever." And he's like, "No, I need to see the tape." And he's like, "No, I'll just delete it right now. I wasn't doing yeah. anything." It's like, "Well, if you weren't doing anything, you don't need to delete it. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. that kind of stuff." They bend the rules to win, basically. Yeah. But. I mean, kudos to them that it works because I guess you know. I mean, until until they get a strict enough punishment, why not keep um, doing it? One of my favorite ones is uh, 
Nick Saban, he owns a used car dealership. Oh, and he's giving cars, cars to, his, to yeah. Alabama players, and mm-hmm. like that's definitely a thing. Which like, yeah, and like the college whole thing, that's all the under under the table college stuff is just prevalent. And yeah, I think that's why. Like which, we're talking the which top of the show. Which me, like when Reggie Bush got in trouble because his mom got a, a house basically from mm-hmm. USC, and they got him in trouble. They they took away that national championship and stuff like that. It's like that ha- stuff happens all the time in yeah. the NCAA. It's like, you can't say that doesn't happen. I See, mean, and that's on the NCAA, because, I mean, I, that's why what we talked about at the top of the show is um, why the, the, them getting paid is is a good step. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, it's by far not over. There's still going to be plenty of under-the-table stuff, yeah. but this is a good step. Well, like all those Miami teams that won championships, you know, in the yeah. 80s, oh, or, yeah. or even the early 2000s, mm-hmm. like, those teams were, they were recruited by boosters, they, mm-hmm. like, yeah. There's yeah. so many stories of kids There's going to schools to be recruited and, like, with prostitutes and, whatever, and, yeah. and hookers, strippers, yeah. I guess prostitutes and hookers. Yeah. Um, but so didn't at the right time. <laughs> but um, speaking of throwbacks, some of those Miami 80s teams, I want to take a throwback to 1967 this week. So this week in sports, our story is uh, 1967 of this week, Muhammad Ali refuses to be inducted into the army and therefore is stripped of his boxing title. Yeah. How so, long? He went to jail for a while too because of it. Yeah, I think he did, but it wasn't like a long time. But mm-hmm. in that he was jail for a little bit. Yeah, but in that article too, it said that he lost a lot of money because of that, and mm-hmm. like it was in some financial problems because he didn't go to the, the army. Or yeah. Whatever. And did he get his title back after that? I think he ended up winning it again. I don't. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But that involved in boxing. Well, yeah, he, he went to jail for five years. For five years. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So look at this. But I, it doesn't speak up for half the episode. It just chimes in with out the, of nowhere. the best nugget of information. I know. But I totally respect him for that because I don't know. I don't know if I could be drafted and go to was a he, war. Was he being the a conscientious, conscientious objector, or was he just like well, he did? He didn't support the war, so that's why. Okay, he so the reason he said he wasn't going to go to war is because he was Muslim and he doesn't support killing. Killing is against Muslim law, like law or whatever mm-hmm. he's like that's one of my favorite quotes I don't know exactly what he says he's like you're not, not like a butterfly no, like yeah, a bee that's kill. also one but he's like uh, <laughs> they're not my enemy you're my enemy yeah. like that whole thing where he's mm-hmm. like they're not you know they're not killing he's like why should I go to a place to kill people that have ne- never done anything to me Yeah, you know what I mean it's like and it's see, like yes they're hurting their people but like it's not and see people don't forget this but it's it's important to laid out there that on top of being one of the greatest athletes of all time Muhammad Ali is one of the greatest civil rights leaders of all time. That, well, that right there him refusing to go to the go to war and yeah. go to jail is something very important mm-hmm. for civil rights. Like that's your, I feel like that's your choice if you want to go yeah. fight in a war. Like and, that, that and should be every like the government should be telling you that you need to go fight or not. Yeah, and he was, and, and he based this off of his faith and he said he was devout, he was, he was Cassius Clay, famously, was, yeah. his, his, was his birth name, and then he changed his name to Muhammad Ali, yeah. and that's how people know him now. People might not know that he was actually Cassius Clay, but it's because of his Muslim faith, and that's also why he refused to let himself be inducted into the draft, and yeah, I, that I, I totally respect that, because that's him as a person, he, like, these are my values. You yeah. can't stop me from having my values you know yeah, what I mean especially like the, in America and especially during that time because the 60s were that was civil rights movement was going yeah. on because you had to make a demonstration of 
no, this is my rights, and and that's how you you had to be punished for that, and that's how progress got made. Yeah, it was it was a tough time. But I like I was telling her earlier, it's like I I didn't know it was five years. I was saying I was like I'd rather spend a year in jail. I, I'd year rather spend so five good. years in jail than go to war for a year and kill people. You know what I mean? Especially like, when you know that like if it's. It's not if, something if you, you believe in. If you it's know not, your cause, like yeah, it, there, there's a difference between like if they were coming over into California and like burning yeah. people in California or bombing mm-hmm. California, and it's like yes, maybe I would go fight for that. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're going to a different country to go fight a war that's not really of your interest. Yeah, like it's, it's not, not you don't, has you nothing have, to do. You're, you don't have a stake in it other yeah. than what people tell you. And yeah. I, I, under, I understand that. And there's the whole. This isn't a political podcast, but I understand like the whole like defending. Your country's interest because yes, we have a certain freedom here, too, but yeah. those freedoms are also that's what true. allow you to say no to things. Yeah, like that. that's what America is. Yeah, it's like yeah, you do have the right to say no, but you also have the government also has the right to put you in jail, and that's he was like, that's fine. I I will do that instead of going to war. Or yeah, whatever. and like I totally respect that because he's like, I know the consequences. Mm-hmm. I'm still not going to do it. You know, yeah, and like that's, that's, that's that's respectable. That's the sign of like a courageous like protest is knowing the consequences and doing it. And, and taking the consequences them as yeah. response as responsibly yeah. as you can, because that's what you believe in. And yeah, that, yeah. So it's it was that'd be very hard to do though. Like most people probably would do that. I don't even know if I'd be able to do it. Like I especially, say, especially especially Ali. I mean, I, like his lifestyle had to have changed dramatically because he was on top of the world. He was, and he's a big showboat. He's a big like yeah. he enjoys the spotlight and enjoys like all the lavishness of life yeah and then you just have to be well that's what he was saying i think it was something like you don't expect the world champ to be driving a volkswagen i think is what he said and when most of them are driving cadillacs and stuff yeah. like that he's like because of what i chose to do i'm driving a volkswagen and he's like that's okay you know yeah. what i mean like i respect that it's like yeah i know i'm mm-hmm. gonna get a pay cut or whatever go mm-hmm. to jail but and it's gonna affect me for the rest of my life but it's worth I, it and if yeah. you stick by that then you yeah feel like it's worth and it yeah. like that's also what i respected about him too it's like i'm I'm not Muslim, but, like, I understand where mm-hmm. he's coming from. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty Yeah, neat. you would hope someone that was in your situation that felt as passionately about whatever yeah. you're passionate about would do the same thing. Because I feel yeah. like you would. And that's We think we would, but to actually do it is a be huge Putting thing. in that it's situation like, yeah. is a lot different than saying you'd do something. Yeah. And he did. And it's, uh... He had the stage to do it and for it to well, make an impact on world history. And because I mean, he was 60 in, the, years in ago, the stage spotlight, yeah. It was 60 years ago, I guess? Yeah, it was, 50 years ago mm-hmm. it depends on what 60s 68 or whatever it yeah. was I don't, I'm not sure but like we're still talking about it is what I'm trying to say it's yeah like, you know what I mean that's that happened almost half a century ago and mm-hmm. we're still talking about it because it is so important mm-hmm. yeah yeah so kudos Muhammad Ali if yeah. you're yeah you're not listening because you're kind of dead but uh <laughs> shake your hand on listening on my uh on, on my sweet podcast here you get a you get a good thumbs up um so that's, uh, that's what you get. <laughs> We're going to move on to our last topic. <laughs> last topic of the day, number 10. Um, no, I'm, not, I'm laughing, crying. Um, people might be able to get a sense for what I want to answer on this last topic because I've talked about it a little bit before. Food. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can literally smell... Okay, so there's a barbecue... Is it onion or something? It's, it's a barbecue place. It's the Dickies. Yeah. Oh, that we oh. were talking about it when we walked in. It yeah. smells so good. Yeah, and you have to, to go going to get food. Yes, yeah. go there. They, they have, oh, their pulled pork is great. Their brisket's really I already started really my solid. order. All right, did you? Did you already? Are we getting... Yeah. What are we getting? Cajun Sorry, patties. anyways. No, no, no. Cajun, Cajun patties. <laughs> Cajun patties. Cajun patties. All right, very good. Yeah, I got a po' boy there once. Yeah. He said his waitress was... 
No, yeah. my waitress was cute. If you, if you're the waitress, waitress from, is there? um, she helped me. I okay, mean, it's. I thought it was more of like a more of an angel. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> more, like, more of like a, a Quiznos is what I was gonna say. Surprise, like, you're now. <laughs> um, but if she's listening, she probably isn't. I don't know My number is. This, this, girls, this, not going. this was like like probably two years ago. A year oh really? Something like that. So, but maybe, maybe that would be a good meet cute to say. Oh, I listened to this podcast once that my brother showed me and. Some dude was talking about me, and I like reached out to him on Facebook or on Twitter. Hashtag Thirsten Ten Podcast. How selfish she like knew she's like I'm totally the cute waitress he's talking about. <laughs> hey, she should know. She was. Um, the anyway, uh, in the background was like, no, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like that girl from Big Mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dump truck. <laughs> Um, they're all they're Lola. all cute and they're all beautiful in their own way. Um, number ten, best <laughs> rivalry in sports. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go in North Carolina and Duke. Yeah. College basketball, of course. It's been going on for so long, and I think a good measure of a great rivalry is how close it is, how good both teams are consistently, and how much they hate each other. How many? How many national championships have they both won? Do you know? Um, I know North Carolina has won more games and head-to-head games. I don't know the national championships. Be, I, I don't think Duke has won as many as North Carolina because North Carolina well, Carolina won a lot. Yeah, with Dean Smith. Yeah. they had Dean Smith back in the yeah. day, and, and then they, they run they won quite a I bit. think I think Krzyzewski's won more than Roy Could, Williams. Yes, but but he also hasn't won any since what? He hasn't won one in a while, right? No, Duke, well, Duke won a couple of years ago. Oh, no, they lost in the championship. Yeah. But so did UNC, though. Yeah. Buzz oh, my, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about that today. We're not talking about that right now. Um, but this past year, um, and every year, I swear, they, they give the stats on this rivalry. And it's incredible to me every time. So as of this past February, so this, these are the stats from before the game. Um, I didn't really look into it too much to find them as of right now, and I'm sure they'll broadcast them when the yeah, season starts up again. Them. But before the 2020 game that they played in February, the the past 50, the past 100 games were 50 wins and 50 wins for North Carolina yeah. and for Duke. And okay, so North Carolina had. 7,746 points in that span. Do you know how many points Duke had in that span? 7,748? Nope, 7,746. Okay. They both had the exact Exact same same. amount of points in that span, same win record. It's just, like I said, for me, it's about how close they are. It's the closest you can get. And it fluctuates, too, because you get years where North Carolina is on top of their game yeah. and you get years where like this Duke, year where they weren't as good and Duke was a little bit better. I'm not talking about well I'm just, just shut up current current <laughs> um, yes don't worry yes. Oklahoma's never in that conversation okay. so. I've said this before on this podcast but nobody's going to remember this year that North Carolina wasn't going to make it to the March Madness because <laughs> there was no March Madness do you remember um, when they won the NIC or NIT uh, they took second did they oh they yeah. couldn't even win it Boy, fight. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so there's I, there's the fact of how close they are. They're both consistently really good, though. Yes. Like the amount of times they've at, at recruiting. Yes. Yeah, they both recruit and they're both highly touted. North Carolina will always have Michael Jordan, so that's cool. We always got yeah. that. Um, I Duke also, will always have JJ Redick. 
Fine. <laughs> that was the joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, Grant Hill. Yeah, I mean, no, I, 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 know, re- I, I respect, yeah. I respect a lot of Duke players. Not when they're playing, but I respect yeah. a lot of Duke players. Like, you know who I? Grayson hate? Allen is okay. A little bitch. Really? Yeah, I hate, I hate him because yeah. he's he. You know who I hate from player. UNC? Tyler Hansborough. I love Tyler. I Hansborough. hate he's my Tyler. Boy. He's my boy. Uh, you gotta have to go cry every, when you get your nose every, broken again. How about you try not to cry when you get your nose broken? I definitely would cry if I got my nose broken. I'm not saying that. We literally, like last episode, Dakota and I were talking about our first sports memories. Favorite, favorite was sports that memories. one of them? And that was my first okay. sports memories. Like the, like that uh, that game. I uh, I actually watched Tyler Hansborough play. His uh, I think it was his rookie year uh, for Indiana. Oh yeah, the Pacers. Yeah. yeah, and he looked like a little kid playing against the <laughs> yeah. NBA. It was pretty funny. Yeah, he's he's a champion of the college sport. Yeah, the NBA. He wasn't as much. He's but, still, but that's is fine. he still playing or is he retired? I now? think he uh, he has to be retired now, right? Or he's like on some bench somewhere. Yeah, dude, he's uh, journeyman or something like that, yeah. which is fine. I mean, that's, that's not bad. No, yeah. it's but there's a lot of players like that. I mean, Tim Tebow was never great in yeah. the NFL, but he was a great you know college mm-hmm. player. Yeah, I hate him, but I love him. Love him. Yeah. some playoffs. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so there was how close they are, how good they are. One of the things to me that always gets to me about this rivalry, and if it ever happens, I'm buying a ticket as instantly as I can, and I'm going. If they play the tournament? Yeah, they've never, ever met in the NCAA really? tournament. Really? Never? Never. They always put them on different, like, different... Well, well, yeah, but honestly, you think about it, like, the times that North Carolina and Kentucky have met, or Kansas, yeah. or something like that, it's just because they're all top teams. Oh, they're but, always... But for some reason... It's never been North Carolina and Duke meeting. Really? And, and if they did, it would probably be in the Final Four or the championship. Yeah. Which is why, like, because the, yeah, they do tend to separate them. Elite Eight, I would say, would be the closest. Oh, but that would be that would be my goal. Is to that'd go be to amazing. That. I just want to go to the, like the Sweet Sixteen game in general. Oh yeah, no, I would I would love to just go to me and my first, dad, go to the first round. Yeah, me and my dad have talked about that. Because we went to the College World Series, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'd want to go to, like, one of the conferences, or, you know, like, one of the, you go to Nashville, and they have the, yeah whatever, the first two rounds, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then, the last point, of course, is the hate between teams, because yeah. you can't get over see Christian Leitner, yeah. and, like, that whole Duke vibe of being preppy, just, like, know-it-all, yeah. just, like, these, these preppy... Duke is the elite... Team yeah. or whatever, North, like the elite North school. Carolina is a blue blood and is as elite as Duke, yeah. but they've gotten more of the like scrappy, like underdog they vibe hard. to them, yeah. you know, which is cool because I think they both, like I said, I respect Jusevsky. And I love him; he's and, great, and like, I respect the players that come out of Duke, especially if they end up playing for the Nuggets. You'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plumlee. Yeah. Well, when they get to the NBA, you can't really fault them for like choosing no. what school they. Oh want. no. But it's it's just fun and it's like in the midst of it it's I you gotta love the hate yeah and See, it's, it's a respect hate because just out of pure hate there's there's no fun there but a hate out of respect is is a great rivalry in my opinion uh, that's where I'm at with the Red River it's rivalry now it used to be the mm-hmm. Red River Shootout Texas versus Oklahoma do they not call it the shootout just for no because it's, it's 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 shooting. You can't say that. <laughs> Which sucks, because it's the Red River shootout. It sounds so much cooler than the Red River rivalry. Oh, yeah. But it's usually always played at... I think it, I think it's always played at the Texas Fair. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know what I mean? That You always see the uh, Ferris wheel in the background, yeah. and it's always a big game. And, and this like, is football. Yeah. yeah. And you. It just depends. Like, some a lot of times Oklahoma will win, but a lot of times Texas will win. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's but one it, of my But favorites. it's the same thing, because they're both consistently good. It's been around for... 
they, years they, and years and years. It's yeah. the duration of it. Yeah. It's just like, sometimes they like Oklahoma wins, sometimes Texas wins. Yeah, or like it's kind of like Montana, Montana State. You know, yeah. like the yeah, that's it's a fun thing to go see, like mm-hmm. especially if you're from that state or whatever. It's, Absolutely, like, it's a big rivalry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean that one's SEC, so it's not, or like it's the it's actually yeah, it's not anymore. Uh, no, it's uh, it's got to get, I can't think of it. Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. but I mean it's it's nationally recognized, it's, obviously. So even like especially there in the area, I'm sure like. Yeah, like like oh, no, like it's, like, it's like Auburn, huge. Alabama, like I'm sure is huge in the area as well yeah. too. But like nationally, people that have would have no interest. Like I don't care about Auburn, Alabama. No, but yeah. I'm gonna root against Alabama, so yeah, I'll goes. watch it still. Yeah, too, exactly. Yeah. Um, or like the Lakers, Celtics back in the day. Yeah. The one other one I said just because I am a huge Bulls, Chicago Bulls fan is the Bulls versus the Celtics back with Derrick Rose playing during okay, the playoffs. Yeah. That was yeah. That was just a, such a fun playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it? I can't think of it. Now. Run playoff run, like yeah, yeah, back and yeah, forth, yeah, yeah, well, the, yeah. Yeah, a couple games went into double overtime. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that see, was just fun. See, and I think there was—I uh, don't, I don't know if there was potential for it, but it was—it's one thing that made when the when the Cavs beat the Warriors yeah. that year when it went to Game yeah. Seven. Uh, when LeBron barely like won that season. Yeah, like that yeah, was he had to, one yeah. of the best. That's the best playoff series mm-hmm. I've seen in basketball. It's actually, so much fun. And I want to actually do want to do a whole... Were they down 3-0? 3-0? 3-1. 3-1, I yeah. want to do a whole subject on this year, because that year in championship oh, yeah. sports was the greatest year in championship sports of all time. Was that... And you already brought it up, because it was that it was that was the year that North Carolina lost the buzzer beater to Villanova. Was that that year? Yeah. Was Same that year. the year that Clemson and, yeah, uh, and Alabama and played. Alabama played and uh, Deshaun Watson won it at the end of yep, the Yep, and that was the year of the overtime Super Bowl game. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And that was yeah, and that was the yeah, the college football game was the yeah, the I think that one ended overtime. That was right? the overtime one, yeah. And the, the Deshaun the, ended up the, winning it with a sidearm throw. Yeah, the, the Super Bowl was the was the last second play. Which Super Bowl was that? Um, I'm blanking here. Yeah, I don't know. But I, like I said, I want to do a separate thing at some point. That's really cool. Yeah, that is the best year in championship sports I think I've ever witnessed, and I think we will ever witness. Yeah, because everything was in game. Oh, that was also the year that the Cubs won the World Series. Oh, okay. Um, when they were they were down too, weren't they? Yeah. I don't know if they were down 3-0 or not, but, like, yeah. But, but the fact they broke their curse yeah. doing that, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it was the GOAT curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, yeah. so 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 much of that was was intense. But, anyway, so you were talking about your rivalry. Do you have any other big ones? Because, I mean, obviously um, there's... The only other one... What was the other one I was going to say? Oh, Bears-Packers. Okay, yeah. That's the only other one, because that one's been going on since the 30s. Like, yeah, that one's just... Yeah. yeah. And also, for me, okay, so I've had this debate with Dakota a little bit. Um, and I want to get both of your perspectives because yes, we do have a female in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, <laughs> girls, vaginas. That was Jared. Um, <laughs> uh, is who do you think the Broncos' rival is, or what, what's the best the AFC best, rival? best AFC rivalry? I guess uh, for for us, AFC West rival. Yeah, you say West, yeah. Because I'm going to say Broncos, Raiders. Raiders, yeah, I would say that. And that's that's the way I felt, but Dakota was saying Raiders, the, Chiefs. the Chiefs are... Lately, like, yes. Yeah. But for years, it was always Broncos, uh, Raiders. Raiders. And I, I think say. the fact that, like I said, developing a good rivalry is like how consistently good both teams are. And the Raiders just hadn't been good in that run when the Broncos were 
Yeah, like, when they the were good. And all yeah. that. Well, and, and that's now, the same with the Chiefs Broncos. The Chiefs have been good the last couple of years, and the Broncos have kind of fallen off. It's yeah. not as great of a Which I guess it can be tough as well to be in a division when two teams are like Super Bowl contenders because you're going to meet in the divisionals. You know? Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to gauge that. But who do you think the Chiefs' biggest rivals are? Who do you hate most in the NFL? I would say Broncos. I would say Broncos only because I hate Jared, but probably. <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah. as a Chiefs fan, I would, like if I was a Chiefs fan, I would say the Broncos are probably the biggest rival. I mean, I guess I don't know as much, but like how the Chiefs fans view it. But like, I don't feel like the Chargers. Yeah, are, like their the Char- rival. The Chargers doesn't. Have I think like, everybody hates the Chargers. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're. And they haven't done like, enough to where it's like no. if, if they went on a run and they started being like the preeminent. The only time they were somewhat good was with Drew Brees and Tomlinson back in the early 2000s, and that was only a couple years. And then they kicked uh, Drew Brees out. Drew Brees? Yeah. Drew Brees was a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, like, I'm trying to remember, like, if the Chargers and Chiefs had ever had a, like, a big game, and it never happens, I feel like. See, not that I know of, not in recent memory, I guess, probably somewhere down the line. I would say Broncos, Raiders is the biggest in the AFC West, but, like, who's the the biggest in the NFC East? Is it, is it Redskins, Cowboys? Is it Giants, Cowboys? See... Do you know what I mean? Is it Philadelphia, Cowboys? I would say it's Philadelphia and Cowboys just because how much those two teams hate each other. Yeah. Like, how much the fans hate each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, See, that's part of it, too, is, like, like I said, another contribution is the hate. Yeah. I would say the Raiders fans hate the Broncos the most. See, but then again, like, we can all agree that Raiders fans are the weirdest people. Yeah. I would also say that every team... Like the Chiefs, Raiders, and Broncos all hate the Chargers. Yeah, like, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean. Like, because Philip Rivers sucks. <sighs> oh, he's the worst. <laughs> Take your bolo tie to Indianapolis. Uh, and on that beautiful last note, taking yeah. bolo tie to Indianapolis. I think we're gonna call it a episode. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So, um, you got any last words? Thanks for joining. You're yeah, definitely thank be you. on again. Yeah, this, this is, is fun. Yeah, good stuff. Awesome. And I like this this uh, three person format because I like you not talking at all. This <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's nice and quiet. The one time she chimes up, it was five years. <laughs> Just blows our minds. <laughs> she was like, "It is that long." Jeez. <laughs> Uh, make sure your facts are straight. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm half gonna, these facts. I was looking out true. for you, and then you're just like, I, I hate women. I know. No, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> he didn't. Really thought. I'm gonna invite Anna to the next. Yeah, you should ask her. Yeah. Like, name three other Chiefs besides uh, uh, Kelsey and uh, Mahomes. Um, name Terrell. three. Terrell. Uh, okay, na- you lost. you even said his name wrong. It's Tyreek. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, that's uh, that's good. It's a good start. But uh, no, we'll have you guys become. But I was saying this this three person format. Uh, we might have to get like like you, me, me and, Dakota. and and or, or Seth or someone. Yeah, like, that'd be fun. I actually would wouldn't mind having um, Dalton on here too. I know, just yeah. yeah. He would be really good to hear about Kobe and stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Because he's a huge Lakers fan. Yeah, for sure. We'll get him, and then we, we'll have probably. to rehash <laughs> our bets that we've okay. made. That oh we yeah, can't, we can't. Okay, but, yeah, yeah. But we'll have to move him to next year because. Uh, yeah, we got we got some bets on the NBA season. We should talk a little bit about our uh, fantasy football or fantasy basketball league. No, we're, we're, I'm so disappointed that never ended. Ooh, that's what we might do is do like a group session of like fantasy sports talk, yeah, like no, like previewing the, like yeah. our, our drafts. In, That'd be uh, cool. So so this NFL draft, this uh, fantasy football draft is gonna have to be a full episode. Where we have like a whole panel on of of recurring co-host and stuff so. that'd be cool yeah but but yeah so you're gonna listen to this episode right yeah i'll try to <laughs> no. so he won't <laughs>
I hate hearing my own voice. I don't listen. When I we were listening to I it, also hate the sound of my voice. When you recorded that like little bit right before we started, I was like, ugh. Ugh. I hate it. Did uh, you? Yeah, it sounds so weird. It was because he was losing in the fight. His cupcakes. <laughs> well, it's good. It so, um, I think if that's it, I'm just going to go ahead and say thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thank Jared, you. thanks for joining. Anna, thanks for joining. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Um, Tune in next week. Or, I don't know, something. <laughs> Wait, I'm gay. <laughs> you did sound pretty gay, bro. <laughs> did I really? Tune in next week. Uh, well, uh, thanks for joining, people. What's Sweet wrong dream- with being gay? <laughs> Nothing, Jared. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> Sweet dreams, we'll catch you on the flip side.